Save 10%. The Morning oh, Ritual oh, oh, with oh, Garrett. Oh, oh, not yet. Come on. Oh, no, Ryan. No, you ruined them. Do the... Oh, no. What is the length of it? One second. Did you see that? Hi, how you doing, by the way? Your phone's ringing. Jeez. Oh, what are you... What is get, happening? Let me just say something. It's your Morning Ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk. Where's that song? You... you it's down to one second for some reason. You see the length right there? And then your phone, like every day last week, your phone's going off in the show. What is happening? All right, do it again. Let's restart. Yes. Hey. We have a case of the Mondays. <laughs> Hi. Everything good? <laughs> you have a good weekend? I'm trying to figure it out. Ryan's like, I'm so tired. I'm just like so tired and things, and I'm tired and tired and tired. All right. We're here. I'm glad that you're here with us. I have some huge stuff to say for you. You think it's one of the three things that I think you need to know? I think, I definitely believe so. I mean, it's kind of a newsworthy thing, even though it's like local, right? I mean, it's yeah. it's there. All right. Three things I think you need to know. Now, I know on Friday, if you listen to this station, uh, we actually got confirmation to get Martha McSally on the show. Yes, yes, yes. She had her big... Uh, Whatever she did on on Friday, uh, her big uh, announcement and everything else, we called them. And, no time, no time, no time, no, no time. On Friday. On a Friday. <clears throat> so that's cool, right? Um, now, what's, uh, what's really cool uh, is that they said, yes, we'll be there. And then on Saturday, uh, her scheduler sent an email to Ryan and said, I'm... An idiot. Martha has a breakfast and we can't get her, you know, uh, at that time and we can't get out of it and stuff. And, oh, hang on. Uh, I'm an idiot and didn't read Martha's Martha's schedule right with the time change. So I guess she's back in D.C. She has a breakfast. I can't move on Monday, so we'll need to postpone Monday appearance. All my fault. I'm very sorry. We'll keep in touch. And then, Ryan, that was Saturday at, uh, no, was it that late? No. 8.39, yeah. P.M.? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, the email doesn't lie. That's the timestamp. I didn't realize it was that late. Because when I saw I guess it was that late. So then Ryan, uh, 19 minutes later, 8.58 p.m. says, uh, how about any day next week? We're on from 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And nothing. So I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, if you saw any of her awesome press conference, uh, she was standing in front of a fighter pilot, and she was wearing her jumpsuit. So uh, there you go. You didn't really think she was going to come on the show, did you? No. We'll get into this in just a second. Yeah. So, unfortunately, uh, and we, I want to get sound bites of her actual ad that we ran on Friday again, her, her video announcement, whatever. Uh, but anyway, so that, uh, that's what happened there. Isn't that just beautiful? Uh, second thing, and there's so much that I think you need to know. I mean, re- it's, it's really crazy what's going on. Uh, but the second thing that I think you need to know is that uh, Jeff Flake has literally lost his mind. I don't think he's fit for office. He has now come out and compared President Trump to Mao and Stalin. Mao and Stalin. Apparently, uh, he was on a couple of Sunday shows because they love him because he's going to rip Trump. He's going to use his time on the Senate floor tomorrow to give a speech where he basically says President Trump has a problem with the truth. Remember when he did that when Obama was president and Obama lied about Fast and Furious and uh, 9-11, the Benghazi attacks? Remember, remember that? Remember that? Remember when he, and he lied about Obamacare and what would happen and the stimulus and the jobs? 
Remember all that stuff? And like the Iran deal and... Yeah, I don't remember that either. Jeff Flake has officially lost his hairbag mind. So we'll get into that because there's sound bites because there always are. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, yesterday was announced U of A. They've hired Kevin Sumlin as their head football coach. He was at Texas A&M for about six years. They said, you suck. So uh, U of A's like, we'll take you. I mean, they are, they are literally running from Rich Rod, running as fast as they possibly can. So there you have it. Three things that I think you need to know. Um, so this is how I think it went down, just so you know. Martha McSally uh, probably was doing her thing on Friday. I mean, she had to make sure she had her hair and makeup done. And, and maybe she will come on the show. And if she does, fantastic. I am not holding my breath, okay? Maybe she realizes I'm not going to get a win here. I have to actually answer questions. I'm not going to say the questions because I know her people are listening right now. Uh, but it just amazes me that a person that is literally running for elected office won't come on. They're so not confident in their beliefs and what they say. They can't come on a radio show and answer questions. Very, I mean, if you have nothing to hide, come on and, and answer the questions. Anyway, couldn't come on the show on Friday. Ryan emails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is not like her normal scheduler, by the way. This is like a PR company. Like, go back to the email again. I don't, I don't have my email up right now. Um, the email from uh, her lady. If you look... Um, it's from Mercury LLC. That is not like, uh, you know, it's not a house.gov. Normally they have their own scheduler and everything else. So apparently she has that for her. Like, um, maybe there's certain rules, right? Things like that. Yeah. So she has to have her scheduler uh, when, when she's asked for interviews about her job as a representative versus her campaign for Senate, which she just announced. And I guess that goes through a different scheduler or something like that. Whatever. Whatever. Maybe this is someone that's part of the swamp that has done this in the past with, because it's a it's a seven one six area code. Hmm. Oh oh no. Again, anybody get that? That's an office number, by the way. Um. So anyway, I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Yeah, it's Mercury Public Affairs, a global high stakes public strategy firm with eighteen offices worldwide. Yep. Uh, Mercury Public Affairs is a bipartisan political strategy and consulting firm that focuses on campaigns and political communications ranging from advocacy, advertising to litigation communications to media and public relations. Okay. I mean, there. if you Google them, uh, Mercury uh, LLC, and it's mercuryllc.com, you'll see all about that stuff, right? I mean, it's, it's just all there. Uh, so she she is not uh, she's it's a whole big advertising and marketing campaign. I don't know if you're privy to this email I got from Ashley Beerworth, her scheduler mm. at her office in D.C. Or oh, in she AC. was ready to go. Yeah, Friday. Right. Yeah. So you dealt Just with confirm. what you dealt with? What's her uh, the first one? Yep. Uh, and then I guess yeah. they're working in cahoots with her actual scheduler. Yes. And she said it's all good to go. She it's... she double confirmed Friday at twelve yes. four p.m. Yes, she did. All right, that's cool. Uh, and listen, it's not people, it's what you want to do with your ego, isn't it? It's not my ego. It's your uh, questions. Well, that too. <laughs> that too. And your hair. Uh-huh. Um, it, it's, it's the fact that it, you know, why would you cancel last second? Why not say, you know, can we call in two hours later? How about an hour before? 
How's about Tuesday? Yeah. Uh, you guys there? Again, I called Kelly Ward's uh, scheduler at 728, or I texted him at 728 in the morning, Friday, and at 729 or 730, I got a reply back. She'll be on the show. Give me the number. And at 810, she was at the gym, by the way. And she called yeah. in right after the gym. So, uh, yeah. Nice, huh? Uh, so this, this, uh, this unfortunate person at Mercury, Andrea, Mercury, Mercury LLC, uh, she unfortunately say, I'm an idiot because I guarantee you again, Martha looked at this and I'm not going on that station. I told you certain people I'm not talking to and he's one of them. So you're going to have, I'm paying you. We're paying you. You're going to have to figure out a way out of that. And so this girl's like, fine, pain client. I'll have to take the, you know, I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to just take it in the shorts in this one. I'm an idiot. I didn't read her schedule correctly. Hmm. Right, 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 right. So there's that, which is nice. Um, according to this website, too, uh, Andrea, who is the senior VP of Mercury LLC, focuses on political consulting and strategic media relations. Strategic being the hmm. the operative word where it's friendly. She was most recently the communications director at the National Republican Senatorial Committee in the 2016 cycle. Hmm. First person to serve as communications director for both the House and Senate campaign arms of the United States Congress. So she did her time in the swamp in D.C. She was ready for this. Served as regional coordinator and research analyst for John McCain's presidential campaign. Ah, there you have it. So, uh, the late, so Martha is using the same person that was working as a regional coordinator for John McCain's presidential campaign, right? Did you do not? I mean, isn't that incredible? Yeah, I'm not going on that show. So, there you go. You know, can you play real quick? Um, I, I want you to play real quick. Uh, this is this is just the best right here. Uh, 83. She needs to, uh, she's just not scared of anyone. Okay. Or something like that. Here we go. Listen, listen to this. Here we go. Martha McSally's video ad. After taking on terrorists in combat, Mm. the liberals in the Senate won't scare me one bit. What about me? No, you're not a liberal. So terrorists didn't scare her going on that guy's radio show. Get me out of there. Ah, uh, Martha. I mean, this is the swamp. This is the swamp. This is the incestuous relationship. So again, this chick used her time in D.C. to get connections and then used that to get a job in the private sector that still works and makes money uh, by working with the public sector. So again, um, she she served as regional coordinator and research analyst for John McCain's presidential campaign. And then wouldn't you know it, she is the one that got the gig to work with Martha McSally's Senate bid with this PR firm. Shocker. Experience crafting and implementing political communication plans for more than 40 targeted congressional campaigns. Oh, I mean, again, don't believe. A th- I don't care if she ever comes on the show again. She won't. But I'm just telling you right now, don't believe a thing about Martha. This is an entire act that has been orchestrated. I'm just letting you know right now. This is an act that has been orchestrated for her to try to make you believe she actually likes Trump, will support his policies. She's part of that four person, you know, she's one of the four people that wrote that, I mean, really great bill. Not perfect, but really tough. House immigration bill, right? To get get certain things. 
She got she she was part of that for a reason. Because they want the swamp wants her. It's like a whole they're trying to trick us. They want her to get that uh that Senate seat so they can have it back. The swamp wants it back. So they said, get in there and be part of it because we know there's no way in hell it's probably going to make it uh, through the way it is, but you can actually be part of it and say, I wrote the toughest thing. Will anything come of it, though? Probably not. Probably not. So this, this, is, a, this is a gigantic, orchestrated uh, lie when it comes down to it. I mean, it's... People on the inside. Hey, I was this, and you. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Martin, this is John. This is John. Uh, yeah, yeah, John, John McCain. John McCain. Um, uh, yeah, Andrea. Andrea is really good. She helped me when I was running for president. I think uh, I think she'd be a real asset to you. She knows how the game is played. Uh, she'd be a big asset for you. Uh, when you want to uh, get uh, Jeff's seat. Yeah, 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 yeah. You sure. In the 2008 cycle, Andrea helped develop a campaign strategy in one of the most highly contested congressional races in the country that led to a 15-point victory for a candidate in an open seat. In addition, Andrea served as regional coordinator and research analyst for John McCain's presidential campaign at McCain headquarters. Andrea coordinated the campaign's regional media outreach, facilitating regional television and radio bookings for campaign surrogates and drafting press releases to announce campaign supporters, candidate appearances, and campaign initiatives. In addition, she prepared research materials on candidates and policy issues and assisted in rapid response during primary debates. Oh, baby. Mm-hmm. So there you go. You got to love that. So there you go. I just outed that for you. 880-KNST, 880 Dude, she was in her frigging flight suit. Are you kidding me right now? This is like John Kerry. I'm John Kerry, and I'm reporting for duty. When he announced he was, uh, he got the DNC, uh, he got the Democratic uh, um, nomination, took the boat across. I'm John Kerry, I'm reporting for She literally is in her jumpsuit. I get, there are probably fighter pilots at Davis Monthan that were cringing. <laughs> we'll get into that. 623, Why? I'll get your reaction. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Uh, we'll get to uh, Jeff Flake being completely uh, inept. Uh, also, I have, uh, I mean, the Republicans going after Trump over the S-hole controversy. Um, but there were also senators at the meeting that said this never happened. We'll get to those as well. You got to hear it to believe it. It is 623. Your reaction, more of this coming up in five. Morning Ritual with me, Garrett Lewis on KNST AM 792. Sons, most stimulating talk. Talk. Yes. How you doing? Everything good? Of course it is. I don't know that's any of your business. It is good. I don't know you that it's well. It's fun. You. 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 I know. It's cold out right now, uh, but it's going to be beautiful because we're living in the best right now, the best part of the country. Of course, when it's like, you know, middle of July, like, this place is like hell on earth. I get it. 47 out now, 76 and sunny today. Can't beat that. Uh, so enjoy. Going to be the 70s all week long and then drop down over the weekend uh, so it's okay though. Even the the sixties is supposed to be fifty seven on Saturday. We'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, real quick. Uh, it's time to also uh, have Jeff Flake. Jeff Flake. We what? You know the the media and the Dems and some Republicans are swamp. They want to try to make Trump to be a crazy guy. He's not fit for office, dude. Jeff Flake is out of touch with reality. It is about time that people start uh, saying that you know are asking is Jeff Flake 
Is he right for office? Is he fit for office? Uh, 94, listen to this, 94, let's just use this one right here, uh, this short one. Here we are, Jeff Flake, go ahead. You compare in the speech President Trump to Joseph Stalin, who called by calling the free press, quote, the enemy of the people. Well, I'm saying that he he borrowed that phrase. It was popularized by Joseph Stalin, used by Mao as well. Really? That was the second part of the soundbite. But I just wanted you to hear that right there. Uh Uh-huh. So apparently uh, he is comparing Trump to Stalin and Mao, a guy that pushes for citizens to have guns. He is comparing that. If he was really Stalin or Mao or dictator, he would not want people to have guns. He wouldn't want people to have freedom. He wouldn't want people to have more of their own money back. Dude, Jeff Flake is out of touch. Let's do number 93 real quick. This is the beginning with Casey Hunt on MSNBC. He sat down, by the way, with MSNBC. He also sat down with ABC, but this is MSNBC. That's what he just, that was when you just heard. Here's another one. Here we go. And on Tuesday, Flake will give a speech on the Senate floor in which he will condemn the president's treatment of the truth and the press. He gave me a preview comparing the president's words to those of dictators past. When you have uh, an administration that has, uh, you know, added the term alternative facts to the lexicon, mm. then we have something different. And uh, I talk about in the speech uh, the importance of, of uh, calling real things real and fake things fake mm. um, and how damaging it is uh, to have this term fake news uh, around the world that... Uh, authoritarians everywhere have adopted it and will dismiss their opposition uh, well that's that's fake news or legitimate grievance or protest that's fake news Do you think- really so uh apparently jeff lake is out of touch with reality that's why i wonder if he's fit for office he actually doesn't believe that the news is actually fake nothing about the russian fake dossier thing Nothing about the media literally lying over and over and over again. Uh, and by the way, he tweeted out on Friday uh, the l- words that President Trump used were abhorrent and blah, blah, blah. Then he, t- then he says, I wasn't even there. I was told by someone there. What about the words your son said? Were those abhorrent when he called himself N-word killer on a gaming site? That's what his name was, his username. Uh, used some gay slurs, did some anti-Semitic jokes. It's all good, whatever. Um, beautiful. Beautiful. Um, now, I want you to, uh, well, there, there's there's much, much more we got to hear. Uh, as a matter of fact, we'll hear from some senators that actually were in the room. Did, did Trump actually say the word asshole? Wait till you hear one senator explain what happened. Coming up at about 6. Here's the latest right now on KNST from Fox. Leading talk. All right, 641. Hi, it's Monday. Happy Martin Luther King Day. Oh, I have sound bites of Martin Luther King's uh, niece, she was asked, is Trump racist? Because that's the thing now. Apparently, again, you, you call a country an S-hole, which it really is an S-hole, and apparently it makes you racist, right? Um, we'll get to that. Uh, first three things I think you need to know. Number one, Martha McSally canceled the interview that we were supposed to have at 710 this morning. Uh, on Saturday night, at about, we, we double confirmed this Friday at noon with a PR company that was hired for her Senate bid to mold her, to make you like her. Uh, and then her scheduler from her congressional office even emailed Ryan Friday at noon and said, we're on. And then Saturday night after 8 p.m., the PR person sent an email. Sorry, I was dumped. Didn't read her schedule right. She has a breakfast, blah, blah, blah. Why do you think she canceled? I didn't get back to us, by the way. We said, anytime you want, tell, tell us a date and time. Nothing. Uh-huh. Uh, second thing, 
that I think you need to know. You have to sit back and wonder, is Jeff Flake fit for office? He keeps saying these insane things. He compared Trump to Mao and Stalin, and he's going to take, a, uh, take some time on the Senate floor tomorrow to say how Trump has a problem with the truth. Maybe you should do that about John McCain. He seems to lie quite a bit, and so do you, Jeff. Yeah. Third thing I think you need to know, U of A has hired Kevin Sumlin to be the next football coach. He uh, comes over from Texas A&M. He got let go after like six years at Texas A&M, and now he's going to coach the U of A. Three things I think you need to know. Yeah. Um, let's play uh, Let's play some sound. There's so much crazy stuff that happened over the weekend, too. Um, but I want you to hear uh, a couple of David Purdue, Senator David Purdue. Uh, he helped write the Rays Act along with Senator Tom Cotton. Uh, David Perdue, uh, let's start with number 99. He's on with George Stephanopoulos, and they were asked about the S-hole controversy. Don't you love that? The S-hole controversy. And David Perdue was asked about, uh, well, did it happen and stuff like that. Listen to this. Here we go. You just said that what Senator Durbin said, the president, the words the president used were not used. You said that 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 did not happen. But it's not just Senator Durbin who said that. I mean, Senator Lindsey Graham has put out a statement saying that he countered the president's words in the moment. And he told his Republican colleague from South Carolina, Tim Scott, that the reports of of that meeting were basically accurate. Those comments had been confirmed (laughs) by by multiple sources. You're saying it didn't happen? Multiple sources? There were six of us in the room. I haven't heard any of those six sources other than, than Senator Durbin talk about what was said. Look, well, this Senator was a Grant told Senator the Scott this was that a the reports were basically accurate. Well, that's, basically. you don't have to deal with him. Basically is an operative word. The trouble here is that Senator Durbin came and brought a proposal. Let's put this in perspective. But, but, but you know, I want to get to the proposal. Series. But you're saying, you're saying flat out, definitively, the president did not say those words. I'm saying that this is a gross misrepresentation. It's not the first time Senator Durbin has done it, and it is not productive to solve. So, the what did the president say? Let's continue. Number one hundred, because he wanted to talk about other stuff, and he went back to it. Uh, he said again, "What? What? What did he say? Let's go back to this. What did he say? It's not like a number one hundred, David Perdue. Let's continue. I'm telling you, he did not use that word, George. And I'm telling you, it's a gross misrepresentation. How many times do you want me to say that? What is happening here is the same thing that happened in 2013, where you had a press secretary of your president who said it didn't happen. What did happen in that meeting was a very constructive conversation about how to move forward. We were listening to a proposal that the Democrats are bringing forward. It's not a serious proposal, but $1.8 billion uh, has already been basically approved. It's in the current budget. Funny how nobody really talks about that, right? Funny, right? They already did put $1.8 billion in there. I remember that. So what's the difference? I mean, again, what they gave was not a serious proposal at all. Let's go to uh, number 101. And by the way, you like what Purdue said, hey, this is not the first time Dick Durbin has said these things. Yeah, what was that stuff. about? Because apparently he's known to leak things to try to gain advantage. Actually, before we get to the Homeland Security Secretary, let's play Dick Durbin. Dick Durbin, after... This is no joke. This is how you know this guy has no credibility. 102, yes. This is what he told the media uh, on Friday afternoon. Listen to this. came to the issue of, quote, chain migration. I said to the president, do you realize how painful that term is to so many people? African Americans believe that they migrated to America in chains. And when you speak about chain migration, it hurts them personally. 
And he said, oh, that's a good line. <laughs> At least you're honest about that. So now chain migration is now going to be offensive. And you can't say, what are we come up with a different word for that? Remember, we used to do that. Don't call them illegal aliens. Call them something undocumented citizens. Or Now, chain migration is offensive to black people. All right. Because he said that, uh, who knows what he said, but I don't even care. Nobody even cares if he said the word asshole. People are actually kind of happy. They're like, yeah. it's about time you called them that, yeah. they, they, these, these asshole areas, because they are asshole areas. They really are. I mean, uh, I saw a story they, uh, in Haiti. There's a city where millions of people are. They have no no plumbing, no 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 sewage system. That is it is a, a hellhole, man. It's an yeah. asshole. It really is an asshole. Yeah. So it's like, come on, give me a break. These are not nice areas. Um, it's nothing against the people. And Trump never said anything about the people, but he said, what are they coming here? What are they going to add to us? Which is exactly right. How are they going to help our economy? How is it going to happen? I mean, let's just face it. You want to bring third world people in here? What do they, what do they do to help besides get on welfare? And then we have to pay for them. Well, so dumb. Maybe they vote democratic. That's exactly what it is. The cat was let out of the bag. We talked about it last week when Hillary's former uh, communications director, Jen Paul Mary, put out that memo wasn't or an email wasn't supposed to be leaked out. We need the amnesty. We need it badly if we're ever going to win elections in the future. It's right there. And the fact that, by the way, Jeff Flake, this one said Jeff Flake is literally is he losing his mind? Is he so obsessed with his hatred of Trump, that he's literally losing his mind, that he is not fit for office. We need to start talking about that. The guy's so crazy. How can you trust him for the next 12 months to make decisions for Arizonans? He's obsessed. He's he's literally obsessed with Trump. It's not your job to be obsessed with Trump anyway. Um, well, how would you get rid of him? Well, maybe we could just force him out. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe there could be more heat on him to say, you got you to leave, dude. Like, what you're doing is not, it, it makes you look kind of crazy. And then we're wondering if you can actually do your job. Anyway, we'll, we'll get to that. Let's play uh, Kirst Jen Nielsen. That's the Homeland Security Secretary, number 101. Now, I don't like what her answer is, and Chris Wallace has a point. Is it Kirsten? What did I write down? No, you wrote Kirsten. Uh, but write. I thought maybe but, it, you... but there's like a middle name, isn't there? No, it's Kirsten. It is Kirsten. But I thought there was a middle. I thought there should be three names. I, whatever. She's a Homeland Security Secretary. Uh-oh. And she was an open borders person, right? So I, I don't like what she said, because I think that if you're sitting in the, in the Oval Office and the president says, this is the deal, why do we want to bring people in from this asshole country? I'm thinking it's something you'd remember, right? This whole thing, I do not recall if he said it. I can't. You recall. Give me a break. Uh, she used to work for Bush. Uh, so people were worried that she was a big rhino. She's doing okay for now. But anyway, she's on Fox, uh, Fox News Sunday. Listen to this. I don't recall him saying that exact phrase. I think he has been clear, and I would certainly say undoubtedly the president will use, continue to use strong language when it comes to this issue because he feels very passionate about it. I think what was frustrating about that meeting for all of us in the meeting was that although the deal presented in theory an approach to the four pillars upon which we had agreed did not address the core security issues that we need to do our job. Oh. And more importantly, there's nothing in there that would, that would prevent us from getting here again. Good job, so Jeff Flake. We're not in half measures. We don't guys want that, additional know. temporary populations pause, here. Pause not- yeah. Uh, again, Jeff Flake was one of the three Republicans in this six-senator deal. Good job. Great job with that. And you, you're going to just try to rag on Trump, you loser? Let's continue. Populations here. It's unfair to them. It's unfair to the American citizen. And it certainly raises security risks. I, I don't understand. I, I'm going to just press back on you once on this subject. It seems to me you were in the meeting when these comments were made. I can understand you either saying they were said or they were not said. It is 
pretty shocking language. And to say, oh, I don't yeah. recall, seems implausible. Pause the it, president of the United I can't wait for people. You know, the whole the sex stuff has come out. You know, you're sex harassed. You touch my elbow. You touch. We don't even know what to believe anymore. You know, honestly, it's starting to get a little bit old that every all of a sudden, uh, you know, these claims about James Franco. He said this. He could, whatever. Um, I can't wait to hear people. I want people to start coming out going, you know, all these people that are so offended by language. I was in a room when this person said, blah, 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 blah. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Anyway, let's continue. Paul seems implausible. If the president of the United States used the word blank hole, Uh, talking about countries in the Oval Office, or didn't say it, I would know. I I understand the question. It was an impassioned conversation. I don't recall that specific (laughs) phrase being used. That's all I can say about that. See, that's that's a crap answer. That really is. Purdue and Cotton were like, he didn't say it. That's not the he didn't say that word. Maybe he said crap hole instead. Who really cares? Bottom line is those guys put forth a horrible deal that wasn't good for America. That's what everybody should be talking about. That Graham, Gardner, and Flake teamed up with a bunch of Democrats to put up a deal, a border security plan that provided no border security. Right? That's what needs to be talked about. As a matter of fact, I have a, we'll get to sound by the next hour of Dick Durbin. Um, talking about certain immigration policies. Flip-flop, flip-flop, flip-flop. We'll get to that. Don't you worry about it. Uh, And Jeff Flake, again, is going to give a speech tomorrow. Uh, Oh, it's terrible that he says it's fake news. It's terrible. It's terrible. Well, I have a story here about what the public thinks about the news media. Oh, El Jefe. We'll get to that coming up in 5. KNST AIM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Save 10%. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word WIN to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's win to 200-200. Oh, yes. Hi. How you doing? It's 7.07. It's Martin Luther King Day. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792, Sons, most stimulating talk. Yes, 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 yes. So, um, you have a good weekend? I did. I know you don't want to watch football, but that was a heck of a heck of an ending to that Vikings game last night. Or yeah, yeah, I guess it was last night here, wasn't it? Heck of an ending. Learn how to tackle. Anyway, there are three things that I think you need to know. Number one, Martha McSally canceled. She had her PR lackey cancel uh, the interview that we scheduled and got double confirmation on. Yep, so she's supposed to be on right now, uh, but apparently she has a breakfast that she can't miss. Must be one hell of a breakfast. I mean, I wonder, what do you think? Is Eggs Benedict? You think it's it's probably, you know, Omelette Station. I think it's an Omelette Station. Maybe. Okay, I mean, because I, I honestly would miss this show for an omelet station, too. Uh, chicken love, Cordon Bleu? I'm not coming in. No, but I'm talking breakfast. Yeah, uh, Chicken Cordon Bleu for breakfast. Oh, you're the worst. What? But you make a point, like a good pizza. Like, not this cold stuff, though. It's got to be hot still. Yeah. You get a pizza, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I don't... Anyway, she canceled. Apparently, uh, even though we got confirmation from her PR lackey, uh, and we I told you earlier, her PR person, she has a firm helping her run for Senate, and the the lady helping her at this PR firm was part of John McCain's presidential campaign. Uh, in 2008, uh-oh, um, she emailed Ryan at 8.38 Saturday night. Sorry, I misread the schedule for Martha. I'm an idiot. 
She has a breakfast, so can't can't do it on Monday. We'll we'll be in touch though. <laughs> so Ryan replied back twenty one minutes later. Uh, we're on Monday through Friday, six a.m. to ten a.m. Let us know what works for you. I haven't heard back. So you could email back. Uh, you could email on a Saturday night, which is on the East Coast, by the way. Three out, two hours ahead. So it's really ten thirty out there. And all day Sunday, you can't. You're on your email all the time, PR lady. So Martha's avoiding us like the plague, but she's not scared. Listen, she's not, uh, she has no problem dealing with the liberals because she took on terrorists, but coming on the radio show, <whistles> it's bad. It's tough. Is she saying that I'm like, I'm like worse than terrorists? Anyway, so we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, Jeff Flake, I don't think Jeff Flake is right in the head. The guy has an obsession with President Trump. Uh, he went, he was a guest on MSNBC and ABC's this week because he's going to speak tomorrow on the Senate floor saying that Trump has a problem telling the truth. Never did that while Obama was in office, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and apparently he also compared Trump to uh, Mao and Stalin. Remember when Mao and Stalin said we should give, we should get tax reform and give money back to people and companies? And I want you to have the, you know, freedom to carry your own firearms and stuff like that. Remember, remember when that happened? I don't remember. When Dick, what dictator ever did what Trump is doing? Jeff Flake is, he has a mental illness. He needs to be examined. Third thing I think you need to know, Kevin Sumlin has been hired by the U of A to be the next football coach. Three things I think you need to know. You like that, don't you, by the way? What, the examination part? Yes, he needs to be examined. He needs to be examined. Uh, he's not right. He's not right in the head. He really isn't. The crazy stuff that comes out of his mouth, he's not right in the head. But before we get to uh, some more Jeff Flake stuff, Martha McSally. Martha canceled. Again, like I said. Now, why do you think she canceled? Martha is being coached to, uh, she's being shaped and molded, which, listen, they all get shaped and molded. That's what happens in advertising campaigns, PR campaigns, whether it's for pizza, whether it's for soda, uh, whether it's for a, uh, you know, a jacket, a clothing line, or a candidate for office. I'm not against that, but the people that are molding her, it's funny. You know what they're telling her? These, this is a swamp PR firm. Again, the lady that is helping her was part of the McCain presidential campaign. And now she's helping Martha? The swamp wants to keep Jeff Flake's seat. So you know what they're saying? They realized, man, people really do like Trump. This is why I don't think there's going to be this big wave against Trump coming up in 28, coming up later this year. Uh, because they're telling their own candidates to not even go against Trump. They're telling, they're telling their candidates to sound like Trump and embrace him. And then when you get there, you stab him in the back. That's what exa- That's what's happening. If you, I, I don't know what she did in Tucson. I know she she apparently left Tucson, I guess went to David Davis Monthan and flew a fighter jet up to Phoenix. Yep. She talked to the media for a little bit and then flew a fighter jet. Shows up in the fighter jet and the jumpsuit. You know, all of a sudden she's she's Tom Cruise and Top Gun. Was she was she going to, uh, was she going to play beach volleyball in jeans too? <laughs> that would be awesome. Start doing random flexing. <laughs> The biggest gay scene that wasn't gay in movie history. It really was. Now, that, now there's anything wrong with that. Are you really the volleyball scene in Top Gun wasn't like the most homoerotic scene in, in movie history? I thought they were just playing volleyball on the beach. Oh, yeah. Sweaty, flexing. Who plays in jeans, by the way? Jeans. Fighter pilots. Shut up. It's true. You just insulted fighter pilots. Anyway, she shows up there in that uh, in a jumpsuit. Um. 
And uh, she's just like, yeah, I didn't have to pick up my outfit today. This is awesome. I'm going, boy. Uh, anyway, so she goes and does that, and, and and she just it's just really cheesy. You know how? Listen, let's be honest. In the beginning, like when when Kelly Ward took on John McCain, she sounded a bit cheesy, with like the sayings and the this and the, and she's really honed it. She's honed the craft very well. And Martha McSally's one that sounds really cheesy. Anyway, I want to take you back, okay? Because Martha's, you know, I'm a biggest fan of President Trump ever, and we all know that she never really liked Trump. She wouldn't even embrace him. I. You know what? Let's take you back to November 2nd, 2016, six days before the presidential election. Martha McSally sat down with a guy from K-Gun 9 here in Tucson. And he asked her about supporting Trump and the candidate and stuff like that. Listen to what Martha said, November 2nd, 2016. Here we go. In just about every federal race I can think of. Yeah. The Democratic candidate has worked really hard to associate the Republican with Donald Trump in some fashion. Number one, is that fair? And number two, what's your feeling about supporting neutral or not? I'm running to represent CD2 in the House of Representatives. I represent 700,000 people in a co-equal branch of the government to the White House. This strategy that they've been trying to use to just tie us to our nominee is not working. Look, people are smart enough to make one decision about who they're going to vote for president and another decision about who is best to represent them in the House of Representatives in a co-equal branch of the government to provide checks and balances of whoever ends up winning the White House. What? So it's obvious that this strategy isn't working. Um, and look, if this is going to be a proxy race about all the flaws of the party's candidate, well, then the other side needs to eat all the flaws of their candidate as well. That's not what the voters are looking for. That's not what I hear from my constituents. They want to know about my record. They want to know what I've been able to get done. And they want to know <laughs> what else I'm going to do, regardless of who's in the White House. And that's been our focus. So what you're saying is you're not going to say you're going to vote for President Trump. Is that what you're basically saying? That was the last thing that, that was said. Okay, so that was November 2nd, 2016. I mean, you can interpret that as, you know, I'm not going to support. You can vote for People can vote for whomever they want for the president, you know, you know, presidential race, and then, of course, where they are in the district. And that's what I'm going for. And blah, 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 blah. However, all of a sudden, on Friday in Phoenix, Martha McSally hearts Donald Trump, listen. As your senator, I will gladly work with our president as he puts judges of excellence and integrity on the, fel uh, the federal courts. And I'm working with the one man who can reverse the unconstitutional executive orders of his president, pre predecessor. Mm -hmm. And have been doing that. he's been doing that since his first day in office. Mm. Whether it's moving our embassy to Jerusalem. <laughs> or speaking plain truth at the United Nations. Or getting serious about our border which we discussed at the White House on Tuesday. You may have seen that. I was sitting two seats away. Ooh. This is a president who is actually focused on delivering what he ran on. Oh. And when that's your goal, you better believe that I will keep working with President Trump to finally get things done for the good of our country. Wow, what a flip-flop that is. Now I love him because people like him. You know what that, again, this is a swamp PR firm helping a swamp candidate get elected. And they're telling her to get, this is really incredible. They're telling her to get elected by supporting President Trump. So again, when the media is like, that's it, Republicans, they're going to lose it all. They're going to lose a whole bunch in the House. It's going to happen, blah, 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 blah. Maybe the internal polling is saying actually the opposite, huh? Are you surprised that good old Martha canceled the interview? 
888-KNST, 888-5678. I was actually shocked when they, on Friday morning during the show, confirmed a, a time for Monday. Now, I'll, I'll, listen, I'll give you the inside baseball, all right? Uh, again, Ryan called her, six, or called the person that put out the press release. It was the PR lady. Her name is Andrea, right? I uh, called her Friday morning at 6.30, and... She said, listen, Martha is getting ready for her 9 a.m. Tucson appearance. She can't come on the show. She can't, can't get on the phone for five minutes. It's okay, whatever. But, you know, you know what? We could do, uh, was it that time, that first phone call that they confirmed, or they called back and confirmed for Monday? Uh, she emailed back and confirmed. Okay, because she said, yeah. send me an email for if yep. you want to have it. Okay, all right, so we hung up. Ryan emails her during the show. Says, how about Monday morning at 7.10? She confirms back pretty quickly and says, sounds Got good. It. Got yep. it, right? So I was like, holy smokes, can't believe that actually happened. And then at noon, someone from her congressional office, Martha's congressional office, confirmed uh, her name is Ashley. Ryan, great, we look forward to it. Just to confirm, Congresswoman will call in on Monday, January 15th at 7.08 a.m. Arizona time. Thanks so much. The scheduler. That's cool. So we got double confirmation. And then Saturday night, got the email at 8.38, Ryan did, uh, from... The PR lady, sorry, I'm an idiot. I misread Martha's schedule. She has a breakfast Monday morning. Got to move it. We'll be in touch. All my all my fault. I am very sorry. Please don't say this is Martha. Please, uh, please aren't you? Okay. Uh, and they're listening. Hi, Andrea. Thank you for listening on the iHeartRadio app or at iHeartRadio.com as well. I really do appreciate you doing that when you're back east. Um, you know they're all listening. So anyway, she writes, all my fault. I am very sorry. We'll keep in touch. Funny how that works. Again, I, Kelly Ward came on like that on Friday. And I was thinking, man, I can't, Martha's really going to come on. Maybe, maybe some, there was a little piece of me that was like, maybe just maybe she realized, you know what? This is what people want. I'm going to do the right thing. No, it is, it is total swamp. Again, I just when you Google the PR firm, Mercury LLC goes to the website and then it talks about how they, they're all, they're a big PR firm. And again, the girl that's working with her, the lady that's working with her, helped uh, John McCain lose the presidential election in 2008. Part of that campaign. Anyway, uh, let's go to uh, John. John, welcome to KNST. Hello, John. How you doing, sir? Hey, you know, the uh, the rhinos are always going to be the Achilles heel of, uh, of uh, President Trump. Um, you know, if he's really doing good, they'll kind of slowly come behind him and, you know, and, and back his play. I mean, very, very quietly. And if he messes up, those are the first ones to run to the microphone. And, you know, with, with uh, Martha McSally, it's, it's the same type of McCain, Arizona, Rhino group. You know, what she's probably doing is they're probably trying to figure out which one we should really be on first. You know, who's going to ask the questions that make us look the best? Yep. And it's like, you know, you're, you're a Republican. You've got to be prepared for everything because they're not going to treat you with kid gloves like a Democrat. Nope. Nope. And, um, and, you know, and I'll be honest with you, the other, you know, 800-pound rhino in the room is John McCain. Oh, my God. You know, he's, the, he's the king rhino, dude. He's king uh, rhino. He's king rhino, man. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's true. But, you know, unfortunately, you know, we, we, we all know this is going to end ugly. And, uh, and the fact that he keeps on having to re- re- uh, reschedule his appearance uh, and his tweeter keeps on talking, but you don't see him. Um, but I, I really think... Uh, this year we're going to have to have you know two uh, two seats to fill and 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 I think because there's going to be two of them I think Martha's going to be one of them so in other words we're always going to have a rhino light and uh, if we're lucky we'll get two good conservatives in there but I, I think the way because Arizona is becoming more purple because of all the influx from California yeah. you know after they screw up their state they want to come here and screw up this state yep but uh, I really think uh, if we're lucky we'll have 
we'll have, and I hate to say this, I'm going to say it in a good way, but if we're lucky, we'll have one Martha and one conservative, I'm hoping to. You know, you, you sit back because, you know, Ducey's part of the swamp, you know, and he's a... Uh, oh, yeah. No, he's, he's, well, he's, you know, he's the, he's the little crocodile. It's, uh, this pops his head up when it's safe. I mean, yeah. he's the, he's always running for cover when he gets a chance, you know, just, just like when Trump was running, you know, he's kind of in the background. You hear about him, but you don't see him next to the president. Mm-mm. He didn't want to go. He didn't want to greet him. Listen, I, this is how I judge it. Who's willing to come on my show? You know, yeah. that's and what it comes willing, down to. Who's willing to do like what a Trump is, is, is to see a problem and talk about it. Yep. Martha, you know, this border security, she's trying to find the little wiggle room where she, you know, instead of saying we want, we want a, a way of keeping people from coming into the state real easy. In other words, a border wall. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you have a wall in your backyard. I have a wall in my why can't we have something equivalent to the, that's for the perimeter of this country? And and she's going to try to you know you know try to do the border security comment, and then um, you're going to have the real conservatives say, hey, just build a border wall, back it up with good policies and good security, and we're fine. That's yeah, all we want. I know. You know to to, be, to treat this country like they treat their little mansions all around the country. Well, I mean, I you know, got... you know, everyone has a big old fence and big old guard dogs around there around their property, but, you know, they want to leave the back door open. Literally, there is no back door. They, well, they just want to keep it all open. You're right. Re- re- real quick, last last one. You have a good points, but I'm just curious. I want to take a little poll today, an on-air poll. Uh, <laughs> do you think that people are going, because we're in the age of Trump, you know, he called out BS, people responded to it in, in, in incredible ways, record ways. Do you yep. think that people are going to see what McSally is and not fall for this ginned-up, PR-shaped, fake candidate? For what it is, or are they going to? You think there's enough people that believe the words that come out of her mouth? I think, like I said, I think because Arizona is becoming more purple. I mean, because I'm a contractor and I work with a lot of customers that have screwed up their state and come here yeah. talking about how they like it, and it's like, well, your own policies is going to turn this state red exactly. or not red, blue or purple. And I think you know Arizona is the battleground for the civil war for Republicans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I think we're screwed. <laughs> well, okay. All right. Thank you, John. I appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for right, chiming thank in. You. Take yep. care, man. You have a good day. Another contractor, baby. I love him. 723. What do you think? Do you think people are going to fall for it? Or do you think people are going to see right through it? Again, I, that's why I thought it was pretty cool that, uh, you know, he brought up the 800-pound gorilla, John McCain. And again, the lady that's working with Martha from this PR firm was part of the presidential campaign for John McCain back in 08. We'll continue. 724, back in 5. KNST, AIM 792, sounds most stimulating talk at 7 30 thanks for hanging out i went a little bit long but that's okay we have a lot of stuff to get to uh gonna be 75 and sunny today baby it's in the 40s right now what is beautiful follow me on twitter at garrett lewis i've been tweeting out some great stuff and i will continue uh on facebook facebook.com slash garrett lewis radio follow it and like it please uh i want to also get your comments we'll talk about jeff flake coming up in about 10 minutes uh is he i think he's got some mental issues I'm going to diagnose him live on the radio as being mentally uh, <clears throat> just nuts. Just is that a scientific? Is it a nut? Medical term? Nuts. Nuts. He's obsessed yeah, with with Trump. What he says literally makes no sense. We'll get to that. Um, but I want you to hear first from Friday because you heard in the last segment we played Martha McSally from uh, about a year and a half ago, right before the election, presidential election, and she like gave this gobbledygook answer. Uh, about why about Trump and supporting the candidate and blah 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 and in her awesome uh, ovary running video, right? Let's do number eighty one. Let's do number eighty one. This is a long thing where she's well, just just listen to this. Her announcement video. Go ahead. 
my friend, Martha McSally. She's <laughs> the real deal. She's tough. Like our president, I'm tired of PC politicians oh. and their BS excuses. Well, what was yours? I'm a fighter pilot, and I talk like one. Oh. That's why I told Washington Republicans to grow a pair of ovaries and get the job done. Sexist Martha McSally. So I'm, I'm sick of these BS politicians. That's cool. Uh, Martha, we'd like you to say the words uh, BS and PC. Uh, the letters BS and PC in your ad, in your video because it scores well with people. People like that stuff now because of Trump. I know. Well, really, I thought people were offended. Yeah, they say there, but really deep down, they actually like it. They like it. So she gave this long, drawn-out answer to basically, instead of just saying, listen, Trump sickens me. I can't support a guy that says those things. Just be honest. She couldn't say it. I'm sick. I, I These BS politicians that don't give answers and blah, blah. You're one of them. Yeah. So we have that. Again, are you shocked that Martha McSally canceled her interview? I had so many questions. So many questions. 880-KNSD, 880-5678. You know, she starts praising Trump. Notice one thing she never does. She never criticizes John McCain or Jeff Flake. Just know that. This is the epitome of what we don't need in D.C. She is propped up, shaped, image created just for power. Just for power. Uh, we'll have more coming up. Witty here with Jeff Flake said uh, a whole bunch of things. He may challenge Trump in 2020. Oh, yeah. That and more. He's comparing Trump to dictators. It's coming up in about five. Here's the latest from Fox. Yes, it is. Hi, 741 on this Monday, Martin Luther King Day. Thank you for hanging out. I've already put up my uh, post on Martha on my Facebook page. Like it and follow it. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. It'd be cool if you commented. If you did... Uh, three things I think you need to know. Number one, Martha canceled her 710 interview this morning. Her She had her PR firm person who confirmed it Monday morning at around 9 or 8 uh, or 830. Uh, we got double confirmation. Martha's scheduler from her congressional office confirmed the interview Friday at noon. Saturday night, 838 p.m., Ryan gets an email. Sorry, I'm an idiot. It's my fault. Don't blame Martha. I swear it's my fault. She has a breakfast and uh, we got to move it. We got to cancel. Uh, we'll be in touch, though. Yeah, sure you will. It's not you, it's me. So she canceled it because we were going to actually ask questions. And I think Martha probably saw it, so there you go. What do you think about that, huh? Second thing I think you need to know, uh, I think it's time that we start questioning the fitness of Jeff Flake. Is he fit to stay in office? Because he appears to have some mental issues because he's literally obsessed with President Trump. All he wants to do is rag on Trump and give amnesty to illegals. But rag on Trump, he's going to go on the Senate floor tomorrow, we'll hear this, and basically rag on Trump again for apparently not being truthful. Ugh, what... it's a we, there is there is something wrong in this guy's brain, and I don't think he really has what it takes to serve the public. That's that's me. Third thing I think you need to know: uh, U of A has a new football coach, Kevin Sublin, let go by Texas A and M earlier this year. Now the football coach at the U of A, because Rich Rod uh, is uh, is in the middle of a legal battle with the U of A and his former executive assistant, that kind of stuff. Three things that I think you need to know. All right, uh, so uh, El Jefe, the hairbag, Jeff Flake. Of course, he's invited on the media. He went on MSNBC. He went on ABC's This Week. And they don't really care what he has to say unless it's about ragging on Trump. That's it. So let's play some sound bites of, uh, of the hairbag. Um, let's, let's go in order, shall we? Let's go in order. 
Uh, let's do number 93 first. He's going to about what his speech is going to be. Here we go. Go ahead. And on Tuesday, Flake will give a speech on the Senate floor in which he will condemn the president's treatment of the truth and the press. He gave me a preview comparing the president's words to those of dictators past. When you have uh, an administration that has, uh, you know, added the term alternative facts to the lexicon. They didn't do it. We have something different. And uh, I would talk about in the speech uh, the importance of, of uh, calling real things real and fake things fake. Um, and how damaging it is uh, to have this term fake news uh, around the world that uh, authoritarians everywhere have adopted it. Mm and will dismiss their opposition, uh, well, that's, that's fake news, or legitimate grievance or protest, that's fake news. Wow. So he's going on, he tweeted this yesterday, uh, two days ago. Looking forward to joining Stephanopoulos on ABC this week, we, whatever. Discuss the uh, only bipartisan DACA proposal, which wouldn't have done anything but make America worse, wouldn't have made it better and more safe. Uh, and my upcoming floor speech on how reflexive claims of hashtag fake news are destructive to democracy at home and abroad. Hey, how was Obamacare? How was that for democracy? How was Benghazi? How about the lying, how about lawmakers lying for, well, since the beginning of time? So it's okay for lawmakers to lie. Hey, Jeff, why didn't you uh, say anything when you knew that there was a giant slush fund created by tax, uh, by, by lawmakers using our money to pay off victims of sexual harassment by your colleagues? Get out of here. So that's what he's going to go on the Senate floor for. He's not really going to try to make sure that uh, he backs the president's uh, proposal to let us buy health insurance or allow us to buy health insurance across state lines. Nope, nope, nope. It's up. I'm going to basically say how fake news. It's not really fake news. You got to stop that. Again, uh, story from the AP. Trust in news media takes a hit during Trump presidency. Yep. When truck driver Chris Gromek wants to know what's really going on, he scans the internet and satellite radio. He no longer flips TV channels because... Networks such as Fox News and MSNBC deliver conflicting accounts tainted by politics. Where's the truth, he said. Where's the truth? Uh, What is it, 46%? I think it's 46% of people um, have issues with the media. And I I thought it'd be a lot higher than that, but this is whatever. This is an AP story. It's an AP story. If you don't think there's fake news going on, man, really? Come on. Let's play the next one. Sorry, I, I went off on a tangent. Uh, let's do 94. This is a butte right here from Jeff Flake. Here we go. You compare in the speech President Trump to Joseph Stalin, who called by calling the free press, quote, the enemy of the people. Well, it's I'm saying that he, he borrowed that phrase. It was popularized by Joseph Stalin, used by Mao as well. There you go. Trump is just like them. It's just like him. Uh, well, okay, now let's do 90. This is a beauty. This is from Jeff Flake, of course. Uh, now, remember his son, I put this on my Facebook page on Friday, that his son back in 2013, he was 15 years old at the time, got busted. Uh, do, and I don't do this. Ryan, you play online. You play gaming, right? And you can now do it online. Yes. This is how I'm 40. I haven't had time to play this in ever. 18 years has been nice since I played PlayStation 2. 17 years, something like that. Anyway. Uh, you can now play online and play people, right? Yes, so you don't just absolutely. play the computer generated. You can do that. So you do that. And you, there's like gaming websites for like scores and whatever, and right. Yep. So you can give yourself a name. Yep. And he named himself N Word Killer, Jeff Flake's son. Anyway, uh, this is the, the, now he did that. Made gay jokes, gay slurs, Jew jokes, you name it. Let's play the next one. Ninety-five with Jeff Flake on MSNBC. Are you calling the president a liar? 
No, I don't use that word. Oh. Uh, you'll note in the speech, and uh, when I deliver it, I never use that word. Uh, that's for others to use if they want, but I don't. How about your son? Does your son use that word? He uses other words. Oh, boy. I don't know. Oh, that's, that's over the line. Liar. That's over the line. Well, that really? means you'd have to prove it. Yeah. Well, his lips move. Oh, you're a lawmaker. You don't lie, Jeff. Come on, man. Um, by the way, on uh, before we get to more, I retweeted and I added a comment. January 12th, Friday night. Story came out that Jeff Bezos, the Amazon founder, is putting $33 million of his own money for illegal aliens to get scholarships. And Jeff Lake tweeted, what a wonderful, incredible gesture by at Jeff Bezos. Not like, I mean, because he just loves legal aliens. Not like, how about a fund for uh, children that have lost their parents or a parent at the hands of an illegal alien, right? Help them go to college. Nothing. Nothing. Way to go, Jeff Flake. All right, one uh, one more, number 96. This is what he is. Uh, oh, no, this this one where MSNBC. This is lovely, right? Listen to this, 96. Here we go. Will you completely rule out challenging the president I, no, for the nomination I, I in 2020? I won't, you rule, won't? I won't rule it out. It's not in my plans, uh, but I'm not ruling it out. I don't think anybody should. I, right there, he is met. If you really think that you can't even get elected in your own state, your own state, people don't like you here, and you're going to run for president? Well, John Kasich had that work for him. Guy wouldn't, his own state thinks he has a chance. Last, He's still running. I think he's still going. He's still in an RV somewhere across country trying to get people to vote for him. That's why Jeff Flake, there's something wrong with him, man. There's something wrong. Let's do number 97 real quick. Again, because he tweeted out also uh, the words used by president. The president, as related to me directly following the meeting by those in attendance, were not tough. They were abhorrent. They're related to me. Abhorrent, repulsive. Again, listen to this. Here we go. Good. I know you weren't in the meeting on Thursday, but I believe you've spoken with those who were in the meeting. You just heard Senator Perdue right there saying the president didn't use those comments that were didn't right. use those words that were widely attributed to him. Do you believe that? Well, all I can say is I was in a meeting directly afterwards where those who had presented to the president our proposal mm. uh, spoke about the meeting. And they, they said those words were used before those words went public. Uh, so that, that's all I can tell you is I, I heard that account before the account even went public. Right. So he wasn't there, but it's the worst. Dick Durbin told him that's what it is. Yeah, Dick Durbin. Okay. Let's go 98 real fast before we go to break. Bob Corker. Bob, remember little Bobby Corker? Had a little, little fight with the Trumpster? Uh, this is a couple weeks ago. This is actually before I went on vacation. I meant to play it. But anyway, remember, Trump, uh, Flake's going to talk about fake news. You can't say that. Listen to Bob Corker. Here we go. To attack the media has not been something I've done, but I had a newfound empathy for him <laughs> in watching how a totally debunked story, debunked by everybody involved, Orrin Hatch, Kevin Brady, the guys that actually wrote this bill, the knew I bill. had nothing whatsoever to do with it. But then you have this reporter who says this. All of a sudden, people that I respect in the news media, uh, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Washington Post, people start printing this as if it's true. A social phenom social media phenomenon generates from this. And I've never, ever in my life used the word fake news until today. I actually understand what it is the president has been dealing with. Oh, I wonder if uh, he'll ask his boy, uh, Bob Corker, or anybody in the media, hey, yeah, what about 
Again, there was a thing called the Corker Amendment. Bob Corker didn't write it, nothing to do with him, but the media, all of us on the Wall Street Journal, Washington Post said, hey, they're trying to get Bob Corker's vote by putting this in there. He, he demanded it to be in there. And he's like, where did this come from? You guys know me. I, I didn't do this. Fake news. And Jeff Flake's going to go in the Senate floor tomorrow and say there's no such thing. Oh, boy. We'll get your reaction coming up. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AIM 792, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Doing it's 807 on this Martin Luther King Day, Monday, January 15th. It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNSTAM 792 Sons, most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Martha McSally canceled our scheduled interview today. I know it's so surprising. Is it just wow? No way. Uh, can you get the uh, McSally ready, but she's not afraid of anybody. The uh, 83, if you don't mind, Ryan. So uh, we got double confirmation from her PR firm that she's uh, hired for her senatorial run on Friday morning at about 830. And then we got confirmation from her congressional office at noon. And then Saturday night, 838 p.m., Ryan gets an email from the PR firm lady. Uh, Sorry, it's my fault. Didn't read her schedule correctly. She has a breakfast. She can't join you. We'll be in touch. It's my fault. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Uh-huh. Really? Uh, from Martha's announcement video. After taking on terrorists in combat, the liberals in the Senate won't scare me one bit. But Garrett Lewis does. <laughs> I think that's funny. Because it is. Because it's true. That's cool. Uh, we'll have more on that. Second thing that I think you... And by the way... The PR firm that she hired for her senatorial bid, the lady that was assigned to help her from that PR firm, was part of John McCain's presidential campaign in 2008. The swamp, baby. She's a fake candidate. Fake news, fake candidate. It's true. It's all made up. Love and Trump to get elected to keep the seat with the swamp monsters. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, uh, I believe Jeff Flake needs a mental checkup. Because he has a, a sick, twisted obsession with President Trump. Isn't he supposed to do things for Arizonans? Right? Isn't he supposed to do that? Uh, he went on MSNBC and compared Trump to dictators, to Mao and to Stalin. Because Trump calls out fake news. He uses the term, that's fake news. It is fake news. When they consistently get it wrong. I mean, when it's 95% of the news is negative toward Trump. It's fake news, El Jefe. And tomorrow he's going to go on the Senate floor to call out Trump for saying fake news all the time. Hey, that helps us in Arizona a lot. The guy needs a, he's not fit for office. I don't believe Jeff Flake is fit for office. I mean, there's a lot of reasons he's not fit. But I think the mental stuff is finally coming around, right? Finally coming around. Third thing I think you need to know, U of A hires Ken, uh, Kevin Summerlin to be the next football coach. Texas A&M guy, they hire him, bada boom, bada bing, and there you have it. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Now, one of the crazy, we'll get back to the Martha stuff in a little bit, and you can comment if you'd like. Um, do you think she had a breakfast? 
That's why it was canceled. Like some eggs and some toast or something? Yeah, I'm just thinking that she couldn't have gotten out of the breakfast, you know, very quickly and, you know, ran on her ovaries right over to a phone and... I know. You know, I, know. I think you have it right. That's the unfortunate part is that she's, she doesn't want to come on and face questions. I don't think they're tough, but they'll define her character. Yes, and you know what? Like, I have... I don't want to... I, Am I? I'm probably an idiot for thinking that she's actually ever going to come on the show. No, I don't because think so. because I I really wanted. To, I mean, I'm so tempted to ask the questions, but I don't want her to be prepared for them. And then, and honestly, they're not gotcha questions. They're not like if she has answers to these questions, she she actually should have answers. Like she should not. They're not. It's what did you do on 14th of October? But no, you know. I mean, here's an obvious one. How do you how do you make us really trust you? Why should we trust you? You've been classified as a rhino. You've been on the McCain Flake bandwagon for a long time. The establishment you wouldn't even back trouble. Why all of a sudden now should we trust you? That's a legitimate question. And she's if she she should have an answer going, you know what? I saw the light. I realized what was wrong. I got my feet wet, blah, blah, blah. I I got to know the president. But I mean she could say that. Okay. It's a, you could believe it or not believe it. It's a simple question. And she, she's too scared to give the answer, but of course she took on terrorists, so she's not scared of the liberals in the Senate. Anyway, um, I want you to hear uh, Democratic Senator Dick Durbin from Illinois. He was one of the six senators in Trump's White House, in the Oval Office, uh, that gave that awful immigration bill that literally didn't cut down chain migration, didn't cut out the visa diversity lottery, didn't give any more money. Uh, $1.8 billion is what it gave to the wall instead of $18 billion. And $1.8 billion is already in the budget for the wall, so they give literally nothing else. And they give a pathway to, to, to citizenship for amnesty uh, for the DACA illegal aliens and lets their parents stay. And they're, like, shocked when Trump's like, no. And honestly, nobody really cares if he used the word s-hole or not. We're big boys. Right? We're big girls. If that bothers you and you're so offended by it, maybe you shouldn't be a senator, right? Maybe you shouldn't be a congressman because you're dealing with really bad people around the world that literally murder others, right? I mean, you're dealing with murderous regimes. You don't call out Iran for chanting death to America, but you're upset with the president saying, why should we let in people from S-hole countries? How does that help us? Which is a legitimate question. Finally, someone's looking out for us. Anyway, Dick Durbin uh, was apparently, he's trying to make the president, this is all a sham job. Again, if you missed it, Hell of a show on Friday. Go to my iHeartRadio channel, search Garrett Lewis, iHeartRadio.com, or go to uh, iHeartRadio app. If you have it, search Garrett Lewis. Listen to the Friday show later on today. This whole thing, this leak by Dick Durbin came out that President Trump said the S-hole thing because they realized he's not going to sign whatever they put in front of him like he said. He's not giving in. They realize the public agrees with the president. So the only thing they could do is smear him to try to make people not like him. And this actually made people like him more. Right? It made him like him more. So that's what Dick Durbin said. So then Dick Durbin goes for another one. He goes for another one. Apparently, did you know the term chain migration is offensive? Did you know that? You know who didn't know that? Leah Marquez Peterson, the president and CEO of Tucson's Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, who is now running uh, for Martha McSally's uh, going to be vacated seat here in Tucson, CD2. She wants to be a member of Congress. Uh, she's run. Remember, she was on the show a month ago, and she had no idea what chain migration was. So she even know it was offensive, apparently. Chain migration. Chain mi- that's when, and then thanks to Ted Kennedy, 
one person could come here legally from another country and they could sponsor literally hundreds of relatives to come over as well because families need to be unified. So one dude is lucky enough to win like the visa diversity lottery. He could literally bring in 122 people. It's happened. The average from Mexico is they bring in six family members. Uh, the What was it? The terrorist that ran over people uh, was the one that... Sh- when that blew himself up in Times Square, in the in the in the in the, in the uh, terminal, you know, below Times Square, right around the Times Square area, uh, I believe he was brought here because his relative won the visa diversity lottery, and the relative brought in either twenty two or twenty three people. He was one of them. Yep, that's how it works. So apparently, Dick Durbin is now trying to make Trump look bad again. They're re- they're losing because chain migration is offensive. Listen, came to the issue of quote chain migration. I said to the president, do you realize how painful that term is to so many people? Oh, so painful. African Americans believe that they migrated to America in chains. And when you speak about chain migration, it hurts them personally. And he said, oh, that's a good line. Ah, he was honest about that. Chain migration. You can't say anything without offending people. That's what Dick Durbin said on Friday. Let me take, throw me up over there if you don't mind. Uh, Dick Durbin actually went on the Senate floor. Again, this is what uh, what Martha doesn't realize. I think this was December, I want to say December 16, 2010, maybe December 28, 2010. It's one of those things. December of 2010. This is like, you know, what Martha, we played the thing about how she wouldn't say anything good about Trump. The internet's like herpes. It doesn't go away. We will find it, and it will haunt you. Like herpes. It, it does that. That's <clears throat> what I've heard. So anyway, Dick Durbin on the Senate floor... Eight years ago, talking about chain migration and the DREAM Act. Listen to how insensitive and racist and offensive he is. Here we go. Ready? Would be subject to tough criminal penalties for fraud. The DREAM Act would not allow what is known as chain migration. What? In fact, DREAM Act students would have very limited ability to sponsor their family members for legal status. What? You racist person. You're kidding me. You're kidding me. Oh, my goodness. Would be subject to tough criminal penalties for fraud. Yep, yep. The DREAM Act would not allow what is known as chain migration. In fact, DREAM Act students would have very limited ability to sponsor their family members for legal status. Don't you love that, by the way? Very limited. Well, what is the definition of very limited, Dick? And there you have it. So apparently uh, he wanted no chain migration, very limited. He's going to tell you, very now very limited, we're going to limit him to 150 people, not just unlimited. We're going to put a number on it this time, 80. They can bring over 80 people. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, this is what we have. This is what we have. These people, and then that's what, they, they literally, this, you know, who do you want to believe? These liars? Talk about fake news. Hey, Jeff Lake, you going to call out Dick Durbin for doing fake news by trying to make chain migration an offensive term? Can't say legal alien. Ooh. Can't wear a sombrero on Cinco de Mayo. Ooh. Can't say build the wall. Ooh. Had it. 880-KNST, 880-5678. And uh, I'm, I'm just wondering, again, that email that Ryan was sent by the PR lackey that is being paid to shape Martha McSally into what you want to hear for a vote. Said Martha has a breakfast this morning. So the big question of the day is, 
what breakfast would be so good that you would skip being on the radio? You personally. I mean, radio's fun. You come in here, you sit here, you talk. Now, like if I invite you to come to the studio and you can give your opinion, I think a lot of people would. What breakfast would you be like, you know what, Gary, that's a great opportunity, and I like your show, and you seem like an okay guy, but I'm getting a free breakfast, and I, I just can't miss it, you know? Like, I'm, I'm getting like a four-egg omelet, not three, and these home fries, they are so good. They're like real little onions in there, too, and these little smoked paprika and stuff like that. I mean, it's just, I, I can't skip that breakfast to go on your radio show. I hope you understand. I'll be in touch, because that, that's what they told us. So I'm just wondering, what does Martha McSally like to eat? That'd be a great question. When if you see Martha, because she won't come on the show ever again. I, I mean, she did once a long time ago. And it didn't work out well for her because she couldn't really give answers. Anyway, so if you ever see her, be like, Martha, what do you have for breakfast? She's like, oatmeal. Be like, so you skip Gary Lewis's radio show for oatmeal? But it's like good oatmeal. It's like the brown sugar and like, you know, and cinnamon oatmeal and stuff. I mean, right? I just sit back and say, what? What would make you not want to go on the radio? Especially when you want votes. So one, Martha McSally is literally a fake candidate. Uh, she is being shaped by a person that was part of the McCain 2008 presidential campaign. So the swamp, they love their own, okay? She's telling you she loves Trump just because she wants your vote. Uh, so it sucks for that. Now, secondly, it really sucks. Uh, secondarily, it sucks even more, is that she's leaving us with just Leah Marquez-Peterson. Uh, she'll be the next chosen establishment one. Right, the next chosen establishment one. Uh, she will. She will be that. She doesn't believe in anything of Trump. Doesn't like the border wall. Doesn't want to end any kind of really migration. Uh, wants to make sure families can come here. She's a chamber of commerce person. That's what she leaves us with. They're all in cahoots. So we'll see what happens. So I, basically, uh, I think you could pretty much kiss that seat away. To Ann Kirkpatrick, I mean, who is such a tool bag that she was a congresswoman up in CD1. She was like from like the Flagstaff area, I think, and stuff like that. I mean, she was CD1, she's up there, right? And she literally moved to come down here just to run for Congress because she lost when she challenged McCain in the Senate race a couple of years ago. Go get a job in the private sector. I'm going to come back again. This genius, Ann Kirkpatrick, back in 2010, was a, a member of Cong uh, Congress. She was in CD1. And she it was like a Tea Party wave election, right? So she realized she was about to lose her job, get voted out. And she threw a Hail Mary up there. She went on, I think even Fox News, to say that right before the election, she was putting forward a bill that would cut members of Congress pay by 5% to show that they actually know what it's like to, to be hurting like the rest of the public. And she was hoping people would vote for her because of that. That's the, that's the genius of her. This is what Martha leaves us with. Sweet. Uh, 22, we will continue because we are we get paid to do it, and I like to, and I have more things to say. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Talk. Come on, 828, how's it going? What a Monday, huh? It just gets better and better and better. By the way, Friday... I know it's a long time from now. And by the way, this Thursday, let's just go every day. Why not? What the hell? Thursday, yes. Beer Club for Men, Mr. Ons. I'll be there 5 to 7. I hope you can join me. We have lots to talk about. Maybe Martha can come out and talk to the people. I'm really a big fan of sushi, and I really like specials on alcohol. I'd buy her a roll. 
I would actually put my money down and buy her a role. Oh, my God. If that happens. Oh, thank you. You'll see pigs flying. (laughs) Amongst other things. (laughs) My wife would drive back from Phoenix, Matt. Yeah, yeah, she would because you're spending her money. (laughs) You're right. So uh, I'll be at Mr. On's uh, Thursday from 5 to 7. Friday morning, uh, 7-10. You know your tax reform? Guess what? We've been talking about this. There's a good possibility, really good possibility, we could get college reform. All the dumb classes, all the wasteful spending, all the unnecessary teachers, could they be gone? Professors gone? We'll find out Friday morning. How about that for an invitation? I hope you join me. Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. I'm getting some, uh, a lot of messages. By the way, first off, apparently I was wrong. And, and you know, yes, I, I was wrong. Apparently... Martha did not fly herself from Tucson to Phoenix on Friday. I got this from a a very good source. She didn't fly a fighter jet. It wasn't a jet. It wasn't a fighter. She didn't fly. She sat in the back up to Phoenix. Um, And it's true. I'm looking at the picture right now. Yes. Uh, Martha stopped flying when we stopped paying for it. It was a T-6 Texan, a World War II propeller-driven trainer. And the fetching blue coverall, that's a flight suit. I know. Did you notice the command pilot wings tastefully over the left? No, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. Uh, Yes, and I'm getting other texts and emails from friends and people that listen, and I appreciate it. Martha skipped an opportunity to explain her constituents why she's the best candidate. She'd rather feed at the trough with the rest of the establishment. Hashtag free uh, free breakfast. That is true. That is true. Okay, real quick also. Did you hear about this, uh, this insanity that took place uh, f- uh, over the weekend in Hawaii? Did you hear about this? This gigantic mess? People in Hawaii just hanging out, doing what they do, you know, and they're eating some, some pineapple, and I know they can't be known just for their pineapple. Is that racist now to say people in, in Hawaii pineapple? Uh, they don't really have as much pineapple. They like to do tourism instead. It makes them more money. So anyway, uh, apparently there was a person that works, a Hawaii public employee, uh, accidentally sent out a message that there was an incoming missile emergency. For like 38 minutes, people were flipping out. People were stuffing their kids in storm drains. People are, I mean, they're losing their minds. Oh, my God, it's happening. It's real. Uh it went over the Hawaii Emergency Management Agency, right? It went over. It went over the everybody's cell phone, everything else, and it freaked out everyone. It literally freaked out everyone. Can you imagine that your phone? Oh my God, the missile's coming! I mean, well, can you imagine? And by the way, there were celebrities. We'll get into this that decided to go after Trump. It's his fault. The agency over there in Hawaii already put in new safeguards to prevent this this kind of misfire from happening, including a cancel button that will immediately send out a corrective alert. If an erroneous warning is issued. Now, the guy that sent this out that drove the entire state into madness was not even fired. I mean, if there's any would say you deserve to be fired, wouldn't it be this? The unnamed emergency department worker will not be fired because the Hawaii Emergency Management Agency spokesman Richard Raposa said he made an honest mistake. Whoops. He's being reassigned. You got to love these government workers. If there's ever a reason that you're supposed to get canned, like, you should not have this job. It's not personal. It's just business. You literally scared the hell out of millions of people, telling them that there was a missile coming in to kill them. 
Well, honest mistake. Quote, part of the problem was it was too easy for anyone to make such a big mistake. God forbid anybody have accountability. We have to make sure that we're not looking for retribution, but we should be fixing the problems in the system. I know that it's a very, very difficult situation for them. Uh, you think? So there you go. Government workers, again, keeping their jobs despite the fact that they made an honest mistake of causing an entire state to go into chaos for like 38 minutes. Oh, yeah. Uh, by the way, the the celebrity reaction uh, to this is just epic. What Jamie Lee Curtis and the rest of them said, you got. I'll, I'll tell you about it coming up. And we'll get to Jeff Flake and even more and more Martha. Don't go anywhere. Here's the latest on KNST from Fox. Hey, it's a good thing you're here. He has a lot to tell you. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Yes. Hi, 842. Happy Monday. It makes me want beer now. Makes me want the beer. Um, Let me get some wings. I know, right? Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Martha McSally canceled the interview that we had scheduled for this morning because she had a breakfast. Uh, it's what we were told. Uh, we were told that by her PR person, her PR person who said, uh, we got confirmation and we got um, uh, from her PR person who was part of the John McCain presidential campaign, confirmation then on Friday after that from her, her own congressional office, Saturday night, sorry, can't do it. She got a breakfast, can't move it. You got to go by. So she just didn't want to be, you know, Martha was just like, I'm not going to go on his radio show. He's mean. It's not good. No, no. He asked real questions. I have no answers. So she canceled that. Say, again, let me remind you, Kelly Ward on Friday was at the gym. I texted her scheduler at 7.20 in the morning by 7.30, said she'll be on the show. By 8.10, she called in. Second thing that I think you need to know, Jeff Flake needs to get a mental checkup because I don't think he's fit for office. Uh, He has a sick obsession with President Trump. He is going to take to the Senate floor tomorrow to say how uh, Trump is terrible because he says fake news all the time and it's terrible for our democracy. Of course, having open borders and everything and cheap labor and Americans having jobs kicked out of the country and wages not going up, that's okay for democracy. But damn it, he can't call out the fake media when they lie, right? And he also compared Trump to Stalin and Mao. Dude's not right in the head. He He seriously, he may not, I don't think he's fit for office. You want to say it about Trump? I'll say it about Flake. But I think it really actually makes sense with Flake. Third thing I think you need to know, Ken Sumlin, uh, new, or Kevin Sumlin, new football coach at the U of A, new head coach. They just hired him yesterday. See a rich rod. They cleaned up that mess pretty quickly, didn't they? Three things I think you need to know. Um, so there you go. I like this on Twitter. Somebody replied, wise choice by Ed Rep, Rep, uh, Rep McSally. Your show is trash. All right, you can have an opinion. Uh, I would not mind if you called up and I'd take you on the air and explain to you why it's not. I'm not scared of that. Anyway, so this guy, we'll get back to that stuff, but this guy uh, in Hawaii, literally, how do you not get fired? You send off the wrong message to everybody's cell phone in Hawaii that the the missile's coming. We're all going to die. Take cover. It'll be here in minutes. And it was like 38 minutes of total chaos on, uh, on this, uh, in the Hawaiian Islands. Just complete, total chaos. I mean, it's, and they're like, you know what, we're, we're not going to, we are not going to fire him because it was an honest mistake. Can you imagine that in the real world? Honest mistake. Listen, I did a bad radio show and we're not getting uh, revenue or ratings, but it's an honest mistake. Yeah, right. But doesn't matter, even though this idiot decided to fire this off and he's not getting fired because he's a government worker, 
it's Trump's fault. Jamie Lee Curtis. Maybe she's not having enough of that yogurt that she shills. I, I don't know. She shills. She does. She does yeah, commercials for yogurt. Anyway. I know. Um, she got mad and she tweeted, This Hawaii missile scare is on you, Mr. Trump. Because he pushed the button, right? His button's bigger and it works better. The real fear, she writes, the real fear that mothers and fathers and children felt is on you, in caps. It is on, in caps, your arrogance, hubris, narcissism, rage, ego, immaturity, and your unstable idiocy. Shame on your hate-filled self. You did this. Yeah. Okay, Jamie. Thank you for playing. Uh, Jim Carrey tweeted out a picture, a picture of a mushroom cloud. I woke up this morning in Hawaii with 10 minutes to live. It was a false alarm, but a real psychic warning. If we'll allow this one-man Gamora and his corrupt Republican Congress to continue alienating the world, we are headed for suffering beyond all imagination. Uh, they did not say anything negative toward the guy that would actually send the missile, Kim Jong-un. He's okay. That's okay. He's all right. He was made to do it. Yeah. Um, nothing uh, that he has threatened the world for decades, and we've been just paying him off over the, you know, Democrat and Republican presidents. That's okay. That's okay. Nothing that President Trump is actually crushing ISIS and making the world a safer place. And reaching out to the Middle East, and they are cracking down on radical Islamic terrorism in the the number one country that is there, which is Saudi Arabia. I'm don't I'm not rigging on Israel. Don't get me wrong, but I'm talking about the Muslim countries. So yeah, it's all because of that. These are just small details that these uh, Hollywood elitists just don't quite understand. You know, you know, they just they just don't quite get it. No. So, uh, I mean this. Like nobody likes this stuff. Nope. Nobody, literally, nobody likes these these celebrities. They don't these Golden Globes and Oprah. I mean, where did all the Oprah talk go? By the way, that went by pretty quickly, didn't it? You just think about everything that's happening in the world. The stock market's up, wealth is up, jobs being created, people feeling better about themselves, spending more money, making more money, wages are rising. All this is happening. And they're upset that Trump wants to keep out people that are going to just jump on our welfare system, our welfare rolls. Every normal American, doesn't matter what party you're on, every normal American agrees with this. And they're so desperate, they're now trying to say that chain migration is a racist term. Chain migration is a racist term. Are you out of your flipping minds? Oh, there's more. Hang on, there's more. Gets even better. Fusion GPS, you know, that's the group that uh, got paid by Hillary and the DNC. Hillary's campaign of the DMC uh, to come up with that fake Russian dossier. Did you see the story over the weekend? You see, uh, the, the founder of Fusion GPS, Glenn Simpson, middle name must start with P. He's the one that sponsored the, uh, the uh, you know, according to Jim Comey, the fired FBI guy, unverified salacious Russian dossier, right? That was against Trump. Claimed that uh, he hired two Russian hookers to pee on a bed in Moscow where Obama once slept. Makes a lot of sense. Um... He claimed in August and then again on January 2nd. This is from the Washington Times. This guy that was the founder of Fusion GPS claimed in August and again on January 2nd, the FBI has a source inside the Trump camp who lent credence to the document, the dossier. We had, we had a, FBI had a source. 
this is good, right? When a transcript of his secret August testimony was released on Tuesday, news headlines immediately latched onto the disclosure as a boon to the dossier. Oh my God, see? They had someone in the campaign. They had someone there. Then suddenly, as quick as the headlines went up, someone close to Fusion was waving off reporters. Mr. Simpson mischaracterized the source. It was not someone on the Trump uh, team inside, but apparently an Australian diplomat. So they're already walking that, that back that claim. They retracted the claim that there was a FBI mole in the Trump camp. Fake news? Fake news? Anywhere? Anywhere? Hmm. Yeah. So we have that. 850. We've got to get to Alveda King, Martin Luther King Jr.'s daughter, uh, asked if Trump is a racist after all this stuff. Uh, what one media person wants people to do to uh, get back at Trump about this. Uh, and also the media. You know, the media was all about saying that the tax reform is not going to do anything for you. Wait till you hear the montage we have for you. And I don't like montages, but this is just funny. We'll get to all that. It's true. I don't like the montages, but we'll, we'll get to it because, uh, because we can. It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Nine oh seven. How you doing? It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, on KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Happy Martin Luther King Day. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Martha McSally canceled her interview that she was supposed to have two hours ago with us. Uh, well, she sent her her PR firm person to cancel the interview. She, we got confirmation from the PR lady Friday about six thirty in the morning. Oh, no, I'm sorry, about eight thirty in the morning. And then Ryan received another email from McSally's office, her congressional office, at noon, confirming. And then Saturday night at 8.38 p.m., Ryan gets an email from the PR lady. Sorry, it's all my fault. I didn't read her schedule correctly. She has a breakfast. She has a breakfast. Uh, Monday morning. Can't do it. Yeah, can't can't do it. And I'm thinking, a breakfast. It can't be like a work breakfast. I mean, because nobody's working. It's a federal holiday today. Hmm. More on that coming up. But uh, uh, we'll be in touch. And Ryan replied back, we're on from 6 to 10 in the morning, Monday through Friday. What works? And we have not received a response. Okay. So they can email Saturday night at uh, 8.38 Arizona time. Yeah. Not Sunday. Uh, Second thing that I think you need to know, Jeff Flake, I believe, is uh, not fit for office. He has an obsession, a sick, twisted, demented obsession with Donald Trump. Forget about doing stuff for you and me. He is going to go on the Senate floor tomorrow to say that uh, fake news and the president saying that destroys our democracy. And he compared him to, he's going to do that tomorrow, and on an interview with MSNBC, because that's where he goes, that's where he's going to work next, by the way. Mike, I'm just guessing. He, he called, uh, he compared Trump to Stalin and Mao. Which, again, Stalin and Mao were total gun rights people, right? Weren't they? Weren't they going to? And they were like, I want you to have more of your own money back. Not the government. And religious freedom and stuff. Oh, yeah. They're just like him, Jeff. I mean, that dude, that Jeff Flake is literally sick in the head. I don't think he's fit for office. All these people saying Trump's not fit for office. I think Jeff Flake's not fit for office. We'll go over some tweets. Third thing I, th- third thing I think you need to know is uh, Kevin Sumlin was hired to be the next head football coach at the U of A. He came from uh, A&M after he got canned after six years there, and now the U of A has him. Good luck. Three things I think you need to know. Really quick. 
And I'm not trying to spread fake news, but this is just too funny. A listener named Drew sent me a text at 821 this morning. I'm sorry, an email at 821 this morning. I literally just saw Martha driving to her breakfast, in quotes, four minutes ago. She lives in my neighborhood. Oh, and by the way, it appears she was staring at her phone while driving. Next time I see her walking her dog, Boomer, I'll ask her why she keeps dodging you. And at first I'm like, that's funny, you know, ha ha ha. But I'm like, it's Martin Luther King Day. She's supposed to be on an hour ago at the time at 820. Could this be true? I said, please tell me you're making up that you just saw Martha. And he said, I don't think I am. It looked like her. I see her all the time. She lives around the corner from me. She was driving a new car and drove by pretty fast. As I was walking my dogs, wearing my good feet arch supports. He wrote that. He wrote that. I love it. Thank you, Drew. Uh, I'll keep you posted. So anybody that buys the good feet arch supports and has that stuff, I, I know they're being honest. Biased. Oh, stop it. No, he's living with that. <laughs> he can think with a clear head because he's living without pain. That's very true. Okay. So, uh, yeah. I thought that was very interesting. I mean, she's here in town. She she has a breakfast at 7 a.m., but she was just leaving the neighborhood at 8.20 or 8.15. Hmm. Martha, Martha, Martha. We'll play the sound bites in a couple of minutes. There's other stuff. Uh, first, I want to make fun of the media. You want to talk about fake news because Jeff Flake's... Uh, you know what? Go on. Let's play Jeff Flake and we'll play the uh, the montage of the media lying because that's what we do here. Okay? Um, Jeff Flake, uh, 93. He's going to... This is what he's going to... MSNBC introduces him because he's going to be the next uh, rhino on that network. Here we go. And on Tuesday, Flake will give a speech on the Senate floor so in which he will exciting. condemn the president's treatment of the truth and the press. He gave me a preview comparing the president's words to those of dictators past. When you have uh, an administration that has uh, you know, added the term alternative facts to ah. the lexicon, then we have something different. And uh, I would talk about in the speech uh, the importance of, of uh, calling real things real and fake things fake. Um, and how damaging it is uh, to have this term fake news uh, around the world that uh, authoritarians everywhere have adopted it yes. and will dismiss their opposition. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that's, that's fake news or legitimate grievance or protest. That's fake news. Fake news. Fake news. I don't think you guys are fake news. I'm going to be unemployed in a year. I'd really like a job. I'm Jeff Flake. I mean, I'll fit in very well with Mika's face and Joe in the morning show. I could just rag on Trump for three hours also. It's what I do. What I'm doing right now with these speeches on the Senate floor is a tryout. I am showing you. I have great hair. I'm photogenic. My teeth are extremely white. I have tanned skin. I wear suits very well. And I hate Trump. But what do you want? How can I get this job on MSNBC. I have it. <laughs> it's the face <laughs> and the hair in the morning. Yeah, exactly. The face and the hair. I mean, you know what's going to happen literally next February? Oh, our newest uh, commentator here at MSNBC at Morning Joe, it's Jeff Flake. Hey, it's uh, really great to be here. Can I, can I start by saying how much I dislike Donald Trump? <laughs> yep, welcome to the party. <laughs> the hair. 
The hair. The hair. So, all right, you have that. And I'll go, go 94. Go 94. Make his face in Jeff's hair. Yes. All right. It makes perfect sense. All right, let's go. Here's one more. You compare in the speech President Trump to Joseph Stalin, who called by calling the free press, quote, the enemy of the people. Well, it's I'm saying that he, he borrowed that phrase. It was popularized by Joseph Stalin, used by Mao as well. Oh, Trump's just like them. So now, apparently, he doesn't like, oh, let's do 95. What the hell? This is one word he never uses. Now, his son uses the N-word and the gay slur words and the Jew joke words and things like that. But he never uses this word because he's such a good guy, this this unfit for Senate Jeff Flake. Here we go. Are you calling the president a liar? No, I don't use that word. Uh, no. Note in the speech. Uh, and when I deliver it, I never use that word. And that's for others to use if they want, but I don't. Oh, you're such a good guy. You're so noble. All right. So uh, speaking of fake news, because he doesn't think that we should say that or Trump should say that or anybody should say that because he, he wants to get a job with the fake news. It's what he wants. I will be unemployed thanks to Trump. See, he's not that good with the economy. I'll have no job because of him. <laughs> All right. Uh, I want you to hear number 106. This is uh, the Washington Free Beacon. They did a montage. What you're going to hear is uh, some MSNBC and CNN people and CNBC people saying what the tax reform won't do. And in the next clip, people saying it actually did do that. Just just listen. Here we go. Fake news, real news. Go ahead. It feels like you're relying on this tax cut of the corporations, of the wealthy, to trickle down. Yeah, Southwest and American Airlines both announcing they're going to give $1,000 bonuses to employees following the tax overhaul. Wage increases don't follow tax cuts like this. So the world's largest retailer giving its U.S. employees a bonus, a wage increase, and expanded maternity and parental leave. So you're creating a huge tax cut. Right. And you might not get wage growth. Right. Oh. Capital One Financial, which just confirmed to CNBC that they will raise the minimum wage for all U.S.-based employees oh. at Capital One to $15 per hour. No way. And anybody who thinks that this corporate tax cut is going to trickle down to lift wages has a staggering ignorance of how public companies function. Wells Fargo said it would raise its minimum wage to $15 per hour. Oh. The day we Pause. cut Hang the on. Cor- the guy you heard, though, said, oh, you think... That's, uh, I think, Steve Schmidt. He's a GOP operative on MSNBC and usually on Morning Joe's face or Mika's face, their show, whatever. So Jeff Flake will fit right in. Let's continue. you got to love it. The day we cut the corporate tax rate, you know, wages are going to suddenly jump up when there's absolutely no historical evidence uh, whatsoever that this will happen. Boeing announced $300 million in investments for corporate giving and workplace improvements. I'll ask you plainly, are you living in a fantasy world? AT&T <laughs> announced that it will invest a billion dollars in the U.S. in 2018. Also, for 200,000 workers, it will provide them a $1,000 bonus. That is, how do I say this nicely, absolute nonsense. There are no examples anywhere of companies distributing their tax savings to their workers. Sinclair Broadcasting and Kansas City Southern are among others committing to bonuses. Generally speaking, when companies get tax cuts, they keep them for themselves and distribute them to the shareholders. BB&T pledging to give out bonuses of $1,200 for almost 75% of its workforce. Who says that giving corporations more money will make them raise wages? It's also raising its minimum wage from 12 
to $15 an hour. Will they actually increase wages? Will employees actually see the benefits of a corporate tax cut? None of them will raise a hand because that's simply not true. Oh. Bank of America says it's planning to shell out $1,000 bonuses to nearly 150,000 of its employees. This is a clear cut for the top, and it's a hope and a wish for anyone else. And CEO announced the company would award special $1,000 bonuses to more than 100,000 eligible frontline and non-executive employees. Oh, the man. Crumbs that they are giving crumbs. to workers to kind of put the schmooze on is so pathetic. There you go. It's never going to happen. Uh, wages up to $15 an hour for Capital One. Uh, Jeff Flake, are you going to call out those news media people for giving out fake news by saying it would never happen? Are you going to? Absolutely horrendous. Dudes, he's another, again, he's not fit. Have you ever seen someone have such a sick, twisted obsession? Have you ever? He's obsessed with Trump. He might as well be a you know the one of the the male dude on the View for God's sakes. I mean, he, seriously, <laughs> what? Don't act like that's not true. <laughs> I'm not acting. I'm just like he can sit right next did. to his uh, his uncle's daughter, Megan, Megan McCain. She's on that. She failed at radio because she's horrible. Anyway, uh, and don't blame me for that. I had no choice. All right, uh, 919-880-KNST-880-5678. What do you think of uh, Jeff Flake? Do you think he's not fit for I mean, seriously, do you think that he needs a mental check? These people are sick. They're twisted. Like Nancy Pelosi needs I think that he's on the same level of Nancy Pelosi. He's Nancy Pelosi insane. They say some of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my entire life. And it's like it's about time. It's about time that someone calls him out for it. Right? All right, I have more more shocking stuff coming up. We'll get to uh, Alveda King, Martin Luther King Jr., uh, uh, his niece, asked, is Trump racist? Oh, we'll get to that answer. Oh, and you know, one more uh, great uh, I mean, leader in the economy. One big business person was asked, is Trump really to, uh, to be given praise for this economy? Wait, I saw this over the weekend, actually yesterday. Wait, you'll hear it again. But these people said the tax reform has nothing to do with it. Yeah. Uh, we will continue. Coming up in four. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Leading talk. 925, thanks for hanging out. At Garrett Lewis on Twitter, two R's, one T. Otherwise, you're going to fall if you hear the extra T. There's a Northwest Arkansas meteorologist who gets nasty and yet at the same time sometimes funny tweets sent to him because people think it's me. At Garrett Lewis on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio, uh, very simple, uh, very, very simple to like and follow me there as well. I've been, I've been putting stuff on there as well. So just keep it coming. Okay. Keep it coming really quick. I got a, uh, you gotta love us. I, you know what? I, I really appreciate the support. Please don't think I'm looking out for stuff. I just think it's funny when I, I get criticized a lot. I only read what I think are the real funny ones. You got a thick skin. It's it's just funny. So, uh, the guy that said that, uh, McSally was good that she did not, Come on the show because my show is trash. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was just one of those dumb. It's like, really? That's okay. That's what you got. Cool. So I got this from, <coughs> excuse me. Thanks. Uh, Michael. I couldn't reach the cough button. It's okay. We're friends. Uh, Garrett, I'm sorry. I listen to your garbage show every day from Cedar Rapids from Iowa. I worked at Raytheon on contract for 18 months, six months ago. Your station and a tan are the two best things I brought back home. <laughs> Boom. 
which means there's literally nothing good in Iowa. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> there's no cedar or rabbits. Exactly. Nothing. Um, well, thank you so much, Michael. I do appreciate it. Michael, of course, listening on the iHeartRadio app. And I'm sure goes to the iHeart channel that I have. iHeartRadio.com, search Garrett Lewis. iHeartRadio app, search Garrett Lewis. Ryan puts the entire show, bits and pieces, interviews, you name it, short things, long things, whatever it is, medium things. Don't go there on, on, on my channel at iHeartRadio.com and the iHeartRadio app. Thank you very much. Thank you. So really quick, uh, I, want, I saw this interview. It was on Maria Bartiromo's show. It's like the one show I like watching on cable news. I mean, Tucker's all right, but I'm tired by then and whatever. But like on Sundays, I mean, I never watch Fox News Sunday anymore, Meet the President. We, I, I get highlights and it's all I need. I look for a stupid because there's no re- These are the same people that had it entirely wrong for like two straight years. These are the people that have literally no clue what it's like to live in the real world, right? And why Trump won. They're so wrong. They're always wrong. Who cares about their opinion, right? But I like Maria Bartiromo. She's business. She says it like it is. She has very interesting people on there. And you get the real take. So uh, there's um, there's an automotive executive that was on Maria Bartiromo's show. And Trish Regan was filling in. Trish Regan, right? Uh, this guy's name is Carlos Gosen. He's the chairman of Renault Nissan Mitsubishi Alliance. So he's kind of a big deal, you know? Carlos Gosen. And listen to this question. Throw me up over there, okay, if you don't mind. Listen to this question and answer with uh, Trish Regan yesterday on Fox Business. Here we go. The economic policy that's coming out of Washington, how do you grade it? Well, as a business person, I just applaud this economy. Obviously, I, I, I can only And therefore, the, the exactly. president as well? Exactly. That mean, I mean, uh, the, you need to give the president the merit of being the main per- person responsible of the economy and all the decisions which are being taken are very positive. As a business person, I applaud it. That's a little dangerous for you to say. No. I, <laughs> no, I, I, I only point that out because... I'm very factual. I'm very factual. I'm, I'm, I'm not a U.S. citizen. I, yeah. I don't live here. I live between Paris and Tokyo. I, all my companies obviously operate in the United States. We look at it, as you said, independently of any other consideration. We look at the economy. The economy is going you very well. You don't know what I only say. The economy is going very well. That's honest, real news right there. You want, and we just played you the montage, the network saying that what Trump is going to do is not going to do anything. Nothing. Zero zip zilch. Uh, one more time, by the way, Jeff, you think because people are emailing, really you think Jeff, I mean, that's a lot to say, Garrett. You know, uh, Jeff, Jeff Flake, unfit for office. Okay, do you want to know? 96, really quick. Then we'll get to Alveda King. 96. Why, the main reason why Jeff Flake, besides everything else, I mean, he's got an unhealthy obsession. It's really disgusting. Uh, but this, I think, was the we really put the cherry on top of to why I think he's unfit for office. Listen to this. Will you completely rule out challenging the president I, no, for the nomination I in 2020? I won't, you won't? Rule, won't rule it out. It's not in my plans, uh, but I'm not ruling it out. I don't think anybody should. <laughs> You're certifiably insane if you think it's... You, I'm not going to rule it out. I mean, that'd be crazy. I can't do that. I mean, you know, I'm not going to... It's not in my plans, but I'm not going to rule it out. Uh, you can't win dog catcher in this state, dude. Your kind is getting ushered out, the open borders, globalist government type. What do you mean? Don't look at me that way. <laughs> you mean the good hair and the nice smile kind or It'll what? Ushered out to MSNBC, baby. It'll be there. That's where he's going to end up. Uh, you're nuts if you think that, uh, you know, you, you didn't come. You should say, no, you know what I want to do? I want to just state my opinion. Blah, blah. But I'm, oh, yeah, this is so good. I didn't real. I should have done this a long time ago. John McCain was right. As long as you, you say things against Republicans, the media loves you. You get all the attention in the world. You still can't sell books, El Jefe. All right. Oh. We'll get that after. We'll get an update on how many books he has sold soon. Uh, 
first, though, I want you to hear um, Alveda King on Fox and Friends yesterday. 107. They ask her, because all of a sudden, again, you, you say, I don't want people coming here from these s-hole countries. It makes you a racist somehow. Well, because you said Norway. Well, because Norway is not a third world country without, you know, sewage systems, for God's sakes. Anyway, um, Alveda King, MLK's niece, was asked, is Trump racist? And just here we go. Racism is just a word that's being banded and thrown about and thrown at the president, in my opinion, unjustly. President Trump is not a racist. I've been with the president recently uh, quite a bit, and when he signed the legislation making the historic site, Martin Luther King site in Atlanta, Georgia, a national park, yeah, what a it was introduced by uh, Congressman John Lewis, and that, believe it or not, that's one thing the two of them did together. It took two to do it. And I'm so glad the president has done it. But what is so outrageous to call a man a racist who continues to acknowledge the significant work of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., my uncle, in a positive way. Mm -hmm. And he puts his money where his mouth is. He puts his energy behind it. And in making America great again, you know, perhaps saying that in Haiti and in Africa, the you know, Africa is a huge continent with many nations that was no offense to the people a lot of dignity to the people but the hell holes in that Ooh. some of their own leaders in Africa and Haiti have have taken advantage of them and the area and done a disservice to the people so and 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 again Rachel yes to have a strong America a compassionate America who can really help nations like Haiti and all the African nations African people are brilliant Haitian people are brilliant productive and wonderful and they deserve better and i believe that president trump not only understands that but is making america great again so we can be a big help to clean up some of the hell holes across the world and in our own nation he's doing a great job with prison reform even she called it hell holes by the way john lewis he's a black he's a congressman said he's skipping the state of the union Remember that nut job too from Florida, Frederica Brown? She had she had that the ones yeah. with the hats. Yeah. yeah. She's skipping it. Right. Crazy uh what's her name? Crazy uh from Houston. Uh Sheila Jackson Lee skipping it. You can, know, we, I can, we, can we finally say they're racist? Yeah. Thank you. I mean, if you think about it, if any white guy or white person, white woman was going to skip Obama's State of the Union, they'd be labeled as racist. Now, I don't think they're... Maybe they are racist. They hate Trump. Everything's racist. I don't... But, I mean, it's just it's just too much. Now, on the other hand, I don't give a crap if they go or not. It doesn't bother me. The other side would make a big deal about it if somebody didn't want to go see Obama. Still the president. Show him respect. But I'll tell you what. Can I have your tickets? I mean, I want to go. I'd love to go. All right. The hypocrisy of Martha McSally. Her own words. Her own words. Showing how fake she is. Coming up in six. Right now, here's the latest on KNST from... 941. Thanks for hanging out. Don't forget, this Thursday, and I know nobody really... No man makes plans ever, let alone three days in advance. And I can say that because I'm a man. Uh, I am. Sure. I don't want the proof. Uh, Beer Club for Men, this Thursday, 5 to 7 at Mr. On's. Japanese Steakhouse, baby. The bar is fantastic. Patio is gigantic fire pit, so we can have a good time. You can stay warm. Uh, five to seven, Mr. Ons, Oracle, and Rudisil. I'll be there this Thursday. We're having a meeting. It's what we do. 
Uh, three things I think you need to know. Uh, number one, Martha McSally canceled the scheduled interview that we had uh, for this morning. Confirmed at 8.30 in the morning by her PR person. And then double confirmed at noon by her congressional office scheduler. And then Saturday night, 8.38, Ryan gets an email. Yeah, uh, from her PR person. It's all my fault. I'm sorry. I misread Martha's schedule. She has a breakfast she can't get out of, so she can't do the 7.10 in the morning interview. Uh, we'll be in touch. And Hasta luego. Yeah, exactly. I didn't think she went back to D.C. so quickly. She's probably fundraising and meeting people in Arizona and stuff like that. And today's a federal holiday, so why should we go? why should she go back today? She's the day off. Uh, so anyway, apparently she couldn't. And Ryan said, hey, anytime, 6 to 10 a.m. Monday through Friday, never got a response. And a listener told me that he saw Martha McSally leave her neighborhood this morning at about 8.15 in the morning. So that's just awesome. Second thing I think you need to know is that Jeff Flake, I don't believe, is fit for office. He compared Trump this time to Stalin and Mao and will give a speech tomorrow on the Senate floor about fake news and how Trump calling the media fake news hurts our democracy because our democracy is not hurt by an influx of illegal aliens that want to change our country and our culture and American values and having open borders there as well. That's not a... That's not going to destroy our democracy, right? Thanks, Jeff. Clown. He has an obsession with Trump. Third thing I think you need to know. Kevin Sumlin has been hired by the U of A to be the football coach. No more Rich Rod. He's out. They're moving on. Lawsuits are happening. It is what it is. Three things I think you need to know. Um, Really quick, before we get to Martha's own words. Couple things. Can we get uh, number? We need uh, April Ryan, number one hundred five, ready. Uh, ridiculous. Now, apparently, apparently, uh, people are are upset with what Trump said. Of course, the feel gooders. Oh, he's mean. That's he's mean. There's a story at knst.com, and it's on knst's Facebook page, and it's just brilliant. Airbnb. I've never done that. I don't want to stay in somebody's house. I got it. Anyway, Airbnb is promoting travel to countries that President Trump allegedly, even though he says he didn't do it, called them an asshole. They are promoting you to go to certain African countries run by dictators and their corrupt governments, right? And and uh, and Haiti. Who wants to go to Haiti? Huh? Yeah, let's go to Haiti. They want you. They're so stupid. Who's going to fly there? And you know Trump's thinking right now. You know what? Haiti hasn't gotten more coverage. <laughs> now people are talking about Haiti all the time. Maybe something good will happen. So you have that. And let's hear, uh, this is, uh, I think she's with, oh, I forget. She's she's a black journalist that went after Trump with the whole thing that he's racist a long time ago. Uh, she went at it with him, blah, 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 Twitter war, you name it. Anyway, this is her on, I believe, MSNBC. Listen to this. And I talked to uh, one African-American influencer um, this evening, and she said to me, she said, you know, she's a child and a product of the 60s. The next step is action. And, you know, we saw a little bit of that after Charlottesville, but she says it's about organizing, coming together and activate. And she said, the way that you do this is like what they used to do in the 60s. You know, an economic impact where, you know, if the president wants to say, she said, yeah, you know, it's one thing to say, ask if, 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 
if he's a racist, then that's okay. But said the next thing is, you know, since this continues to happen, there needs to be something to change the dynamic, some kind of leverage. And, and this influencer said, what needs to happen, and it's, it's kind of, she made me laugh with it, but it's, it's real. She said, what people need to do, black and brown people need to do, is pick up the phone and start calling the airlines and saying, book me a ticket to S-hole. And if they say, we don't have that, say, well, look again. And then the, oh, and then the influencer yeah. said, you also need to call the, the telephone company, tie up the lines and call the telephone mm. company talking about, I need to have my international phone plan uh, include S-hole. I mean, th there, there is talk now about what to do to change Ooh, the dynamic of this. Yeah. Because the president's talking about his base, but there's a large portion of America who does not accept this kind of thing. Mm. And they're now no, thinking about actually. what can be done because we now no, have to not. go off of Twitter and move into action to change this dynamic. Mm -hmm. Well, people start calling asking to go to S-hole. They're going to end up in Fresno real fast. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, this reminds me of the commercial that Hardee's did a couple of years ago. <laughs> they had donut holes. Which donut hole tastes better? Like munchkins from Dunkin' Donuts? Which, and they had one by A and one by B. And they got the people to say in the commercial, man, the A-hole doesn't taste very good. The B-hole tastes great. So now you got the S-hole. I mean, it just doesn't stop. No, it doesn't stop. <laughs> this is what they're doing. This is this is the uh, this is the answer. You have a, a, a biased fake news reporter teaming up with a '60s radical. Take it to the streets. Yes, tie up the phone lines, dude. Most people don't want people that are going to just come here and get on the welfare rolls to come to this country. That's just not how it works. Let me get racist. It says I want to keep my damn money. I want to pay for my kids to do stuff. Leave me alone. Oh, they just don't get it, do they? They just don't get it. All right, uh, let's play. Um, Martha, in her own words, let's play the old school 108. Yeah, this is uh, just November 2nd, 2016, six days before the Trump election. She's talking to K-Gun 9 guy. Hang on. Uh, listen to this. In just about every federal race I can think of. Yeah. The Democratic candidate has worked really hard to associate the Republican with Donald Trump in some fashion. Number one, is that fair? And number two, <laughs> what you're feeling about supporting neutral or not? Mm. I'm running to represent... CD2 oh. in the House of Representatives. I oh. represent 700,000 people in a co-equal branch of the government to the White House. This strategy that they've been trying to use to just tie us to our nominee is not working. The people are smart enough to make one decision about who they're going to vote for president and another decision about who is best to represent them in the House of Representatives so in a co-equal branch of the government to provide checks and balances of whoever ends up winning the White House. So do you support them? So it's obvious that this strategy isn't working. Um, and look, if this is going to be a proxy race about all the flaws of the party's candidate, well, then the other side needs to eat all the flaws of their candidate so as well. So you're supporting them? That's not what the voters are looking for. That's not what I hear from my constituents. They want to know about um, my record. They no, want to know what um, I've been able to get done. And they want to know what else I'm going to do, regardless of who's in the White House. And that's been our focus. So are you going to support them? Nothing. She spent, how long is that clip? A minute, nine seconds. I'd say out of that, probably about 57 seconds of that filibustering, not giving an answer. So that, she wouldn't support him. Now let's take you back to Friday in Phoenix. She loves Trump. Listen. As your senator, I will gladly work with our president as he puts oh. judges of excellence and integrity on the, fel uh, the federal courts. Oh. And I'm working with the one man who can reverse the unconstitutional executive orders. Did of you vote for him? Predecessor, and have been doing that. He's been doing that since his first day in office. Whether it's moving our embassy to Jerusalem, 
or speaking plain truth at the United Nations or getting serious about our border, which we discussed at the White House on Tuesday. You may have seen that. I was sitting two seats away. Ooh, this now is a president who's actually focused on delivering what oh, he ran on. Wow. And when that's your goal, you better believe that I will keep working with President Trump to finally get things done for the good of our country. Wow. Now she hearts him. So let's go back to that last an- the answer before from like a, a little over a year ago, year and three months ago. Wait, we heard it. We don't have to play it again. Um, I just want, let's go back to uh, Ryan. Let's get number 82. No, 81, 81. Remember, she wouldn't answer if she supports him or not or anything. Let me just remind you again what her uh, video announcing she's running had in it. Listen to this. My friend, Martha McSally. She's oh. the real deal. She's tough. Like our president, I'm tired of PC politicians oh. and their BS excuses. Okay, what's I'm a your fighter excuse? pilot, and I talk like one. Oof. That's why I told Washington Republicans yeah. to grow a pair of ovaries and get the job done. Oh, she's so tough. She's so, I'm a fighter pilot. I just won't go on the radio where I'll be asked questions and things. I'm sick of their BS stuff. Well, what are you doing? So that's cool. Um, you can comment 880-KNST, 880-567. I said I'd get to him. Hang on. Linda, welcome to KNST. Hi. Good morning, Garrett. I just wanted to make a comment on Jeff Flake. You know, part of the reason that Jeff Flake and his ilk back in Washington and our elected officials, the reason that they don't get anything done mm. is because they don't understand our form of government. We do not and I emphasize, do not have a democracy. I know, it's a representative republic. I get it. I get Constitutional it. Constitutional republic. Yes. And these people are such idiots. They keep saying that we have a democracy. There's a huge difference between what our form of government is and democracy. No, I know, but he, but he knows. He just, he liked the corrupt system the way it was. And now it's being dismantled because of Trump. He can't get what, he, what, his, what his donors want. He can't get the open borders, the cheap labor. Uh, that stuff. Yeah, I mean, why in the world would somebody who even had an inkling of either running for president or being reelected, he knows. I mean, he can see the writing on the wall. Yep. People well, in Arizona do not support him. Let me ask you, do you think that he's nuts like me? you think that he needs some mental help because he's so... Absolutely. I mean, he really, it's really, it's, it's gotten to the disturbing part, hasn't it? Yeah, it is. It's ridiculous. Oh, my God, I'm telling you. Anyway, t- thanks a lot. Thank you. Take care. By the way, uh, the Mar- I'm not even posting it, but if you want to go to YouTube, the Martha McSally announcement of, in Phoenix, it was, it was, I don't get uncomfortable, but it was uncomfortable. Like, it was jokes that nobody was laughing at, and it was just awkward statements by her. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> it was like one of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, 953, there's more. I have more because I always have more. As a matter of fact, um, guess how the NAACP is uh, politicizing. Martin Luther King Day. It's coming up. KNST AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talks. They did an online radio spot. Quote, we see climate change as a civil rights issue. Jacqueline Patterson, head of the NAACP's Environmental and Climate Justice Program. I mean, why not? Climate justice. Yes. It's that you. So MLK Day, civil rights. Now it's about um, environmental justice, global warming, that kind of stuff. Yep. Minority and low-income populations are disproportionately affected by global warming. Need some environmental justice. It's a civil rights issue. Are you kidding me? We, this is why we can't have nice things. 
All right, Rush is coming up next. I will talk to you tomorrow. Any updates about Martha, I'll give them to you. See ya.